Hey everyone, typically we record an episode and Nintendo goes and drops an update, showing off a load of new adventures and features. So we wanted to jump straight in on this. This means the morning announcement section will be in two parts. One before the update, and the second we will discuss the update and give our thoughts on it all. Enjoy the episode, and thanks, as always, for listening. Well, well! Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parenting. In today's episode, we're going to discuss our dad fails. We all have them. Why we think pre-ordering can be a minefield. And when is this Thanksgiving update ever going to arrive? With today's guest, the one, the only, Dan Blockfort Retro, the infamous time pirate, Caparello. Back Dan, from the how past. have you been? Yeah, you're back. How have you been, man? Pretty good. Pretty bad, actually. Not so great, but also okay. Uh, I don't really know, you know? So it's a regular a little, 2020 for you. It's been a little up and down lately, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm doing a lot of creative things, which is cool. I, I got my podcast going. The store is up and running. Um, uh, but it's also like all three of my tiny children uh, one my one year old, three year old, and five year old are at home now all the time, and my wife is at school full time. So I am kind of like both, like full time caregiver and trying to like keep money coming in. It's crazy. Life is insane right now. Yeah. So that's how I am. <laughs> sounds sounds good. You just want to tell those little those little like knee biters. Listen, you bug me and you don't get to eat. So why don't you go play so that you have food on the table? Yeah, but they don't get it. They don't. The one year basically. old doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Basically, living in an Eddie Murphy film. Oh, totally, Daddy Daycare. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is. Uh, well, it's good to have you back. Thanks for coming on, Sean. How about you, man? How have you been since last time we chatted? Uh, I'm okay. I've been really busy, so I'm going to make take this time to apologize now for everybody in the Discord. That, and on social media that we interact with. Um, I've had absolutely no time this week for anything. Um, it's been my bad week, so I worked 72 hours in one week. And it's been my son's birthday, so it's just been crazy. And the wife started um, a new college course to become a teacher. So she's also like gone from doing okay with her time to now the only time spare that she has is for sleep and that's very little so that's a big deal man that's a big time commitment that's cool yeah it's a two-year cost so yeah and she started she started it six months late and early so they allowed her because she's got previous qualifications in things and they've allowed her to like join the cost late so she's been playing catch-up so she's had loads to do and um, they've already offered her some paid teaching slots as well. So, I have no doubt. I mean, I don't know how it is that over there, but I mean, over here, man, we're begging for teachers, quite frankly. We were yeah, begging the before the pandemic, and now it's just worse. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the college that she works in. Um, it's that college that she's now working for, and she's offered, the, like, basically, because she's already a support teacher, they've offered her time to actually teach and paid so she's kind of like gone from doing nothing with teaching other than sitting in a class and sort of like helping kids that are that need the support from somebody um to now learning to be the tutor 
and tutoring in the same college at the same time. So awesome. Yeah. Wow. Hence why I, I got the message from you the other day asking if everything was okay. Yeah, you did, man. Normally I hear from you and I hadn't heard from you at all. And I mean, that's on me. I hadn't really reached out, but I was like, all right, I got to reach out to Sean to make sure life's okay for him over there. Cause I haven't heard a single thing from him. Um, so yeah, but that's, I'm glad, I'm sorry life's been so busy, but I'm glad everything's okay overall. Uh, for me, uh, man, life has been nuts over here as well. Not really like time, just COVID related. I think I said last time I was here, I thought, uh, last time we had a podcast, I thought maybe I had COVID. I think I just had a really bad cold, maybe pneumonia. I I tested negative. And then last week, man, we were all ready to have like a bunch of people over for, uh, not a bunch. Okay. Let me back up. That sounds really bad. Pandemic of 2020. Yeah. Okay. Four. (laughs) Four friends over to do an extra live stream on Saturday, this last Saturday. And then my wife comes home and says, yeah, uh, somebody in our school, I was in contact with somebody in our school who just tested positive for COVID. And we were trying to like thread that needle. Can, should we go? Should we not go? She wasn't showing any symptoms or should we have this stream, have these people over or not? And then, and then everybody, or at least three of the four were like, yeah, sure. I will still come over. I think everything's fine. And then it dropped that there were like a couple more people who possibly got it, who, who or not possibly, but who tested positive. And then at that point, I was like, hard stop. I was like, nope. I was like, I don't know if you have it or not, but we're not going to go there. So I ended up doing stream by myself. We're still waiting for her test. So far, she's fine. She doesn't show any symptoms. I mean, so hopefully all will be well when that test comes in. But yeah, COVID's been a little crazy over here. Um, <clears throat> just kind of in that realm. Um but uh, so I've been working from home, just not really, you know, they, they don't give you at least in, in our country, they don't give you great instruction. Like I was like, well, what should I do? You know, my wife came in contact with it. She's supposed to stay home. Am I supposed to stay home too? And they're like, Meh. that's like, that's pretty much the answer they gave me. Meh. I'm like, well, what, what am well, I supposed to do? Over here? Cause Lindsay had that same incident. So she was in a, um, a classroom an IT classroom and she couldn't, it's obviously it's impossible in an IT classroom with the computers and the stations, how they're set out as best as you can to try and spread the pupils apart because she's a support teacher. She has to be near somebody. So she was close to somebody who then tested positive. Um, she was told to stay at home for 14 days. She wasn't allowed to leave the house. She couldn't go anywhere, but me and the kids wow. were free to come and go as we chose. Yeah, and that's pretty much what we've come with, too. We, we emailed both of the kids' schools and said, hey, this is what's going on. What do you want? And they said, as long as nobody shows symptoms, they can come to school. So they've been going yeah. to school. So That's what, that, that's what my work was like because as soon as I, found, I contacted them and they said, as soon as you start to show any symptoms, you then have to stay at home. And oh, Sorry, if your wife starts to show symptoms, mm-hmm. then that's it, stay at home. But other than that, coming to work. Mm -hmm. yeah and that's pretty much what we've been that's like what i've surmised i actually just went off of what because the one thing that does have rules is the school so i just kind of went off of what the schools did i was like well if the kids can go to school i guess i'll just go to work then like like nobody really had any real answers for me but i was like well if i'm gonna send my kids to work or to school i guess i can go to work and so that's what i chose so that's been crazy to deal with but uh but we've been managing and uh just really quick plug thank you to all the people who donated to Extra Life, 
Uh, I normally do this with a youth group and raise like $2,000. Obviously no youth group. Then there was even, I ended up doing it the way I never wanted to do extra life, just to be honest. Like, like when I thought of doing this, I thought doing this alone sounds like no fun. So like, I'll do it with a youth group. Well, that was out. And so like, well, I'll do it with a handful of friends. Well, then that came out. So here I am doing extra life alone. I mean, I brought my kids down as much as like I could, but still like if I was pretty much alone. And it was so awesome. We had so many of the Discord, uh, uh, Discord Patreons come on, pop on, say hey, like just like just be like, oh, that's a cool game you're playing, or you know whatever. I just really appreciate it. We got uh, six hundred and thirty-three dollars was our tally out of our five hundred dollars nice. goal. Yeah. So I was awesome. really, really excited for that, um, and appreciate all the help we got from so. So many different people. Um, one of the guys that was going to show up, who I couldn't have show up, actually, is on our Discord. The Duke, who is a is a, a IRL friend. I don't know what you. I don't know how you say that. Like, like we actually know each other. We, we I know you guys. It's so weird. Like, how do you describe that? But like, we we actually like come to each other's houses, that kind of thing. And um, and so he was awesome. He was like he was like texting me all throughout the day, or and uh, and chatting with me on stream. And so that was great. I didn't feel as alone because of that. So that was, so that was good. All right. That's enough of that. What, what have you guys been playing lately? Uh, Sean, why don't we start with you? Uh, <laughs> okay. Short and sweet for me. Cause it's been so busy. Um, yeah. I picked up the doom eternal DLC. Um, I think it's the ancient gods part one. So I started playing that. Um, it's harder than the main campaign. <laughs> and you thought the main campaign was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like it picks up where the main campaign left off. So um, you, I've got all the unlocks that I had and everything like that, but they just throw more and more minions of hell at me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like there's, yeah. um, there's, there's a certain enemy that I don't like, and I can't remember if it's called the Hell Knight or the Doom, oh, no, the Doom Hunter, sorry. And um, he's so hard. There's like there's only one time you can take a pop a shot at him, and you kind of got to wait for his eyes to go green, and then like you, that's you've got like a split second chance to actually hit him. Other than that, he deflects every shot. He just is relentless and he's really fast. Um, and it's the one where like I tend to hold my breath when I'm against him because it's the only way I can focus on what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, within. 15 minutes of opening, of launching the DLC. Um, they put me in a point where I was facing two of them at the same time, as well as other pretty big, hefty enemies that take quite a bit of concentration and and work here. So I kind of like ended up holding my breath, sweaty palms. And when I finally got through it, put the controller down and had to have like a 10 minute break. <laughs> it was heavy. It was, but fantastic. So, man, I love Doom. I love that whole, like, the new series of Doom. It's so good. It's just so fast-paced. And that's... I mean, I don't normally like the, like, Halo, you jump around a lot and stuff. I normally don't like that style of first-person shooter. But like the Unreal, Unreal Engine, Unreal Tournaments type of stuff, yeah. yeah it's just that but, shooters for so long have been all cover shooters. And yeah. that's... So, it's just, you know, it's, it's fine if you like that. I don't. I haven't played a shooter in like ten years because of that. It's like, nah, it's boring. I want to go blow Doom. some stuff up. Yeah, but Doom, you can't stay still. There's, no, so you can't. There's no way you can play it like that. And 
it's the only game that I enjoy that's like that. The rest of them, like um, Call of Duty, that style stuff, um, I quite enjoy. But this is just madness. And the the as I said it last time, the music it just makes the game so much better because it it kind of adds the element of how making the game fast paced. I think if you took the music away, the game would seem to be slower. But yeah. But for what I've been playing, that's it. I've literally had about an hour and a half <laughs> to myself this week. That's great. That's life though, man. I get it. Yeah. I have not downloaded it yet. I said I would. I will download it and play probably not much of it, but I will download it on Game Pass and give it a shot because, well, I don't think I've ever played a Doom game. And so I feel like I'm definitely not going to beat a Doom game. I'm just going to be real Wait, honest. Which one is on it's on uh, Game Pass? 2016 or the new one? Eternal. Yeah, Doom, Doom Eternal is on Game Pass. Really? Okay. Yes. It's, I could, it, see, I couldn't Ma- even answer that question. <laughs> Go with Microsoft. Um, they bought Bethesda. That's, yeah. right. That's right. So they've got the rights pretty much to everything they ever made. <laughs> Yeah, so I do want to rectify the fact that I've never played a Doom game, but I'm probably not going to ever beat a Doom game. So, But that's cool. But I uh, You could it. beat the first one. You could beat 2016. 2016. Is that yeah. the one that's on Switch? Yeah. Yes. You okay. could beat that one. It, it's, it, depending on your difficulty mode, obviously, but it is, yeah. it is a quick romp to beat that game. Okay. Yeah, and I have I, no problem I, being on baddie mode. I'm, I'm good with that. I'll, I'll yeah. own that all day long. Uh, <laughs> I did the first, I did the 2016 one on like nightmare mode. I managed to I did it on that. I can't do this one on anything higher than the, I think it's called Hurt Me Plenty, which is the second like the second tier of difficulty. So it starts with basically I'm a tiny little baby. I've never played the game before in my life. Then you've got Hurt Me Plenty, which is that I'm not so much of a little bit of a baby, but make it a tiny bit hard. I've got it. <laughs> I've got it on that, and it's hard. So. They've definitely turned it up. Yeah. Oh, Doom Eternal is also on Stadia. So there you go. So worth it. So does did, uh, before I get way off. Um, well, actually, no, never mind. Uh, I'm not going to go there. Uh, Dan, what have you been playing? Okay, so um, I am a YouTube Premium subscriber, and you may be asking yourself, Dan, what does YouTube Premium have to do with video games? Well. Google was giving away a Stadia premium bundle, which is a controller and a Chromecast Ultra to YouTube premium subscribers. If you're a YouTube premium subscriber, you got a free controller and a free Chromecast. I was like, well, thank you very much, Google. I'll be taking that Chromecast. Um, And I've popped Stadia on uh, this week just to kind of, in my web browser, just to kind of check it out, just to be like, all right, what's this all about? Did not have a great experience playing uh, cloud in, in the cloud with uh, control on the Switch. I just The controls were too delayed and weird, and I just never got around. I, I could never wrap my head around it. Um, <clears throat> so Stadia, on the other hand, it works differently because the controller is connected directly to the server through Wi-Fi and not through your computer. So your controller is always in sync with your game, um, which made a huge difference. There was still a little bit of a little bit of like uh, stuttering every once in a while, some frame drops, and the resolution would drop every once in a while. Because um, I mean, I have terrible internet at my house, so the fact that it works at all is a miracle. Um, <clears throat> but it did not really affect. I mean, I, I, 
the way I played Doom 2016, speaking of Doom, was on my Switch. So obviously, resolution and frame rate is not going to... I don't care about that. I just wanted right. to play my game. Right. right. So, um, and I, I'm really, really impressed. Uh, very impressed with, with how playable Stadia is on a computer, uh, on Wi-Fi. Um, just... Uh, you know, I mean, the worst of it was like twice in my hour-long gameplay, it would stop for five seconds and have to buffer and everything would pause and then you'd, you'd go back into your game. That was like the worst of it and it happened twice. And, you know, like it sucks. Like you're sitting there like, okay, is this going to come back on? Then like it immediately comes back on and you're like, okay, good. And you keep playing. So that's like the worst of it. And if that's the worst of it, then Stadia is pretty great as far as I, I can tell. It's still lacking in like the game library and I wish there were better free stuff because um, you still have to pay $60 for a game that lives in the cloud, which is I'm not a huge fan of. Um, but at this point, if it, if it keeps performing the way that it has been, I'm considering seriously picking up Cyberpunk on Stadia and that's just being my next-gen console. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, <clears throat> So the game that I played on Stadia was Panzer Dragoon, uh, the remake. It was originally a Sega Saturn game that they did some upgrading, um, some better graphics for, and uh, plays great. Plays, plays a little bit like a Star Fox on-rails shooter um, with some different controls, less, uh, less dogfighting, a lot more shooting and puzzling, puzzle, puzzle solving uh, with the bosses and everything. Um, and... I've never played it before, but I'm having an absolute blast with it. Uh, huge Star Fox fan, so it's like right up my alley, the on-rails thing. Um, so, yeah. Also, Stadia controller is one of the most comfortable controllers I've ever used, hands down. Super mm-hmm. great. Up up uh, on par, I'd say, with a Pro Controller, Switch Pro Controller. Really, really good controller. Nice. Um, <clears throat> so, that's about it for me. I've been playing a lot of Pikmin 3 trying to bust my way through it before age of calamity comes out on friday which then i have another couple weeks before um uh immortals oh I want, i'm comes so out. excited about that game me too i'm super hype um it looks like breath of the wild so much like just like that kind mm-hmm. of open world craziness with more rpg stuff in it so that is my gaming world right now um still doing some retro stuff still playing through um we do a segment on retro logic uh, called crossplay where I challenge my co-host to play a game he's never played and vice versa. I'm playing um, Star Tropics for the first time and it's really, really good. Uh, just like a super solid, fun action, uh, NES action RPG, um, you know, with your typical limitations of any NES game uh, and like getting around some weird controls. But I mean, like I'm honestly shocked I've never played it before because it is really good. Like it's Dragon Warrior, Legend of Zelda up there really good. Um, so, and I, I made John, my co-host, play Shadows of the Empire, and he says it's great, but he's only played three levels, so we'll see once he gets to um, the IG-88 battle if he, can, he <laughs> keeps playing after that. So I was going to say, I think you got the better deal on this one, just to be Definitely, um, definitely. I, you're making me want uh, to pick up that to pick up start not pick up but to play it on uh, Nintendo Switch online uh, and just try it because I I played it and I feel like I played it and I was so young that I got stuck somewhere and it's all I remember is being stuck somewhere and then just giving up so I really would like to possibly 
like maybe pick it up and see how far I get and maybe yeah. cheat a lot and use, uh, use this, the, the rewind and the saves just to get through it. So, I do use the rewind a lot because the battle system is kind of, kind of effed. So it's tough, but, um, and you know, I'm playing it to like get the experience of it, not right. to like brute force my way through this tough game. I like, I just want to play it. So I don't, I don't know if you have any, I don't feel bad about it. I'm just going to play it how I want to. Um, but so, yeah. Bef- before I ask you, Nick, about what you've been playing, because I know you've picked up the new shiny thing. Um, I just want to take the opportunity to like remind everybody that obviously Dan disappeared from us um, a few episodes back. But he has done it for good reasons. He started a new podcast, which he's dropped there, Retro Logic with John. Um, so that is on YouTube, Spotify, most places that you can pick. Yeah, up. it's everywhere. And you can you can get all the links on at a blockfortretro.com, which is my the brand of my game store, which I also started. Um, I just needed my Monday nights to be a little bit freer, so I could do some personal projects. And y'all have just kicked butt with the podcast since then. And I really, really love what y'all keep doing with it. Um, I listen every week and just, it's awesome. Thanks, man. So I I have picked up the first two episodes of your podcast. Mm -hmm. Just I kind of only get a 15 minute slot in the car. If you so like, I keep listening to 15 minute slots. They get better as um, you go. The first two are the worst two. So (laughs) honestly, I like the first one. The first (laughs) one was really cool. It was, I like, you guys have got really good chemistry. So, um, awesome. John's really great. Yeah. So um, I went, I went, no, it's cool. I went on a big walk yesterday. So I managed to catch episode, like the back end of episode one and most of episode two yesterday. So I went walking for like two hours yesterday. Um, but yeah, so awesome. Sorry about that, Nick. So, what have you been playing, Nick? No, you're <laughs> fine, man. Um, yeah. So actually, I have the like, I have the like kind of old thing, right? The new thing's like the PS5. It's like this is uh, the no. I'm just kidding. Um, I picked up the <laughs> Xbox Series S. Uh, got a pre-order of it for however long ago. Picked it up this last week, and uh, I've been I've been loving it. I think as I um. Uh, if you own an Xbox one, like I get it. Like you, you hear it on, you hear it on Twitter all the time. Like, well, there's no exclusives. There really isn't. It is very weird. Like I picked this thing up and I thought I'll play something on stream. That'll like really catch people's attention for extra life. Yeah. There's like nothing there. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that you can only play on, on this, on this new console that you can't play anywhere else. It's so strange. So foreign to me as like a Nintendo guy, you know, cause there's always the thing, like either it's a new Mario, a new Zelda, a new something that you're like, I got to pick up the Nintendo thing to play that. Wii but sports, the- one, two switch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I totally didn't listen to you. I was just like, yeah, sure. Oh, wait, no, no. N- no. Nintendo Land, <laughs> something like, you know, SimCity, <laughs> Pilot Wings. You not, have you not picked up Gears 5? That's, I think that's the last. Isn't Xbox that a tactics exclusive. game, though? Is that the. Um, no, is that it's, the a, it's a third person cover. One? No, it's a third person cover shooter. So it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, didn't, I haven't played Gears of War since Gears of War 2 but just because it kind of like the first one was amazing because it was the first of its kind the second one was okay and then I didn't like the story and I didn't like the gameplay in terms of you kind of right with it being a tactic thing but you're like progressively pushing 
against an enemy threat all the t- all the time, but you can move around as much as you like. It's not turn based. It's kind of oh, gotcha. third person shooter. Okay, so Gears of War Gears of War Five came out in September of last year, but it is for the Xbox Series S and X. Gears Tactics is hasn't come out yet. Oh, okay. Is that it? Okay, sorry. It's a different thing. All right. Oh no, right. sorry. It came out in April, but it is coming to the Xbox. I don't know. This is confusing. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. So what I did pick up for the Series S real quick, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which is obviously an older game, but I fell in love with being a Jedi in Jedi the- Fallen Older. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the return y'all, of y'all the- Y'all miss me so much, <laughs> yeah. don't you? It's the return of the Jedi in the Elder Homes. <laughs> um. And so I fell in love with being a Jedi in the GameCube game, which is Jedi Outcast. Is that what you said it was, Dan? I can't, I can't even remember anymore. Is it out? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I fell in love with being a Jedi in that, in that game. I'm not even really all that much of a Star Wars guy, but it's just really fun having all those powers and being able to uh, be, and, and Fallen Order is a really good game. I'm about four or five hours in and I've really, I've really enjoyed it. Um, and then I also picked up Fable 3. I haven't played that one yet, though. Um, I'm only playing games on Game Pass, FYI. So if anybody's if anybody's like, you should play Valhalla, I would love to play Valhalla. Like, that game looks freaking amazing, but it's not on Game Pass. So uh, if it ever is, I will pick it up. And, and maybe I might splurge and spend $60 on it because I have watched pretty much every Viking show on Netflix, and uh, I absolutely love the Viking Age. So I may have to just pick up that one up. So, anyways, um, to get on to Nintendo stuff, um, <clears throat> played a couple different games. Uh, games that dads might want to have on their radar. Cake Bash, very fun, uh, both local and online, actually. That was a surprise to me. I didn't realize it had both. Um, but you play as a dessert, and it's it, kind of think of Mario Party, but instead of like a board that you walk around and, and you do stuff like that, you play two battles. Um, where you each are a dessert. It can be four players, and you can play any kind of, like, like what would basically be a mini game. You're playing against each other versus, and you, so, like, one might be, one is you, there are these sweets that drop on the ground, and your dessert has to run over them and pick up as many as you can, but crazy things will happen, like birds will come down and peck at you, peck the, the sweet pieces off of you while you're playing, and then you can, um, you're, your players you're playing against can pick up a lollipop and just like smash you with it and knock all the sweets off of your character. And you can do like super punches. It's a ton of fun. It's crazy chaos. Uh, it can be on, well, I haven't tried the online yet, but I've tried the local co-op. Uh, that's, this game's coming out soon. It's not out yet. I'm doing a review for it. So, um, but I played a little bit of it on our stream and it is a ton of fun. Great for kids uh, it's one of the games that my kids played on an extra live stream. And then immediately the next day they were like, can we play cake bash again? <laughs> and so, so it's a really, really good game. Had a ton of fun with that. Um, then also another one, uh, Paw Patrol came out last Friday, adventures of something Bay. Sorry. Um, uh, adventures of adventure Bay. <laughs> adventures yeah, it, of adventure, it's Bay. adventure Bay. So I don't know what the- <laughs> Trouble in Adventure Bay, maybe? What's, I don't know. <laughs> the Adventures of Adventure Bay. I have no idea. Anyways, um, I played that. That game, my kids did have fun with, but it was ruined by the fact that there is a bug 
where if there is voiceover or any dialogue in the game and you press the plus button, it kicks you immediately out of the game. Like just immediately like soft, soft reset all the way back to the home screen. You have to totally start it all over again. And I was totally confused because so you're sitting there on the couch with one controller and you have another child who says like, daddy, you said I could play this game. I could play this game. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, you can. You just got to press the plus button right now. And you're, oh, no. Okay. So then like we start it back up. We wait for the screen. And immediately the four-year-old's like, dad, you said I could play this game too. Okay. Yeah. We just pressed the plus. Oh, okay. Apparently not. So you have to wait for the dialogue to finish before you can hit the plus button to get another player in. I'm sure that will be patched out. Outright Games does a great job. Like, I've reviewed many of their games, and they're all pretty good. But I'm sure that will find its way out of the game. But at the moment, it was super annoying. And I think, like, the kids wanted nothing to do with that game after we played it. They liked it after we figured that out. But we did get kicked out once again when I when um, my daughter hit the plus button and there was dialogue up and it kicked us out. And we were like, oh, okay. So I think that was the end of that game. They were done. Didn't want anything to do with it. So. Um, last game I'll talk about real quick. Uh, I, I played a ton on the stream. Uh, Sukuna Rice and Ruin. Um, I was very interested in this game. It's a combat. It's a 2D platformer kind of combat game when, when you're in the exploration and the combat mode. And then when you're, when you're planting rice, um, it's in a 3D mode. Uh, and the rice planting is very very intricate and they don't really they kind of just throw you into the village and they're like plant rice and you can talk to people and they'll give you some tips but they don't really like lay it out like what you're doing so i'm very confused to be honest um on how this rice planting is going actually i thought i would enjoy the rice planting more than the than the combat but i actually really enjoy the combat it's actually really good um it's it's right on the edge of button mashy but there's still enough to do in it that you can you really feel like like you're you can control it and you have some real power there. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I've been playing right there. It's right. just very quickly. We were talking about, um, was it immortals coming out? Yeah. Is that, is that a December release? Mm-hmm. Ooh, December 2nd, I believe. Is it? Oh, wow. That's fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was last night trying to figure out, and I think it's one of our, um, questions a bit later on, but the wife was asking me what I want for my birthday and Christmas. So, cause like my birthday is eight days before Christmas. So I might drop that. That's one of the uh, things that I want. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh. yeah. The, the one thing I did want to say about the Xbox, you had mentioned the controller. December 3rd, December 3rd. I knew it was, yeah, I knew it was the beginning of September or December. Everything's coming out too fast. Slow down. Well, that's why I'm not I'm not real interested in in Age of Calamity. I just I'm not going to finish it. I'm going to I am too drawn to Immortals. And once that comes out I'm going to drop Age of Calamity. I know it. I I played Hyrule Warriors and it was just bedlam. I I couldn't get on with it. So I'm skipping Calamity altogether. I Hyrule Warriors Look, uh the Warriors games are a very very pretty button masher. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want that, don't play <laughs> Age of Calamity. That's I, my that's my disclaimer. I totally agree with that. I played the demo and people said they loved Impa. I thought she was horrible to play as. I love playing as Zelda. 
you, I mean, it felt like you could chain his stuff together and you could kind of like the bombs and then the arrows and then, and it all kind of worked. Impa, I had no idea what I was doing. There was like four of her at one point and then there was only one of her and I was like, I don't understand what I'm doing at oh, all with her. Dude, I didn't get it. When you I mean, get, yeah. When you learn how to use Impa, there's, and there's like eight of her on the field and they're just following you, mowing guys down. That is very satisfying. Yeah. See, I don't understand how to use her yet. Just, you're, you're not going to buy the game anyway, but that it just, you just got to learn how to do it. Well, actually, I am. I, I, I struck a deal with a friend. We're going to split it. And that way, I don't feel like I'm losing out as much if, uh, if I don't actually play it very much. So, so I am going to buy it. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, but anyways, real quick, the Xbox Series S controller... I, it's a nice controller. It's got great grips. I really do like. I really do like it. I would not say it's as good as the Pro controller. Just the way that they have positioned the grips, it makes your fingers all go to the center of the controller, and it it doesn't feel like it pushes your thumbs towards the joysticks. So I just I just don't like how it. So the best way I can say it is with the pro, I feel like I have to reach for the plus and minus buttons, but I'm okay with that because I don't use them very often. In this one, I feel like all my hands are towards the middle buttons, which I don't use very often. So that's my one like complaint. And it's not, it's really nitpicky, but it is the one thing I noticed when I picked it up. I was like, uh, yeah, I don't really, I don't like the way that's positioned as much as the pro. So anyways, I'm over here like I'm picking up my controller, putting it down, picking up my Switch Pro controller, putting it down, and they both feel great. I wish I had an Xbox controller to like, does it feel like an Xbox 360 controller? Because I have one of those laying around. Uh, Wow, you're asking me to really remember back too far (laughs) in my brain. Oh, sorry, Nick. I forgot you can't remember. Yeah, goldfish brain over here, man. (laughs) They made the Xbox 360 controller was pretty big and quite heavy. Um, mm-hmm. where so the Xbox One controller they shrunk it down a little bit and made it lighter which I don't like so I've got a, the Elite One controller for the Xbox and that thing is beautiful to play with so if, yeah. if, it's, if it continues to be an issue drop some money on the Elite Two and you will not be upset especially as you can remap all the buttons fantastic piece of kit yeah it, it only cost it. about as much as your console so <laughs> yeah um, I think it's like a hundred pounds for a controller, so it's not much. Yeah, it's like 150, I think, 130 yeah, or something. I think the Series 2 is like 180 even. Oh, geez. Oh, wow. Yeah. Get the Series well, 1. I've got the Series 1. That's a Switch Lite. <laughs> yeah, Series yeah. 1. So if I uh, buy that and an expansion port or an expansion card for my Series S, I'm $400 in already, so that'll be fun. So there you go. All right. Hey, well, that's a good that's a good way to end on this. And why don't we talk about uh, Animal Crossing for a little bit? What's Animal Crossing? All right, Isabel's morning announcements. Let me tell you, there isn't a ton to talk about since the last time uh, we we had a podcast here. We had a good conversation with Andrew uh, from Nintendo Pals about when this update would happen. And I think we all thought it would happen when the Thanksgiving update, that's what I'm talking about, by the way, would happen. And I think we all thought it would happen by now. And guess what? It has not. 
So uh, that's, that's something right there. Uh, one thing I will say is uh, this whole mushroom business. Have you been, uh, have you got any DIYs yet, Sean, for the mushroom season? Um, no, not one. Not, not, for, the, not for lack of trying, yeah. but I haven't got a single one. I think I've picked up maybe three or four mushrooms. Um, I think I've not had much time since my podcast. So yeah, I know. Really I got has. you. Um, I will tell you, I have played a lot in the last couple of two weeks. I mean, I have been, I've been trying to finish the revamp of my island before December hits. So it can be done and I can clean up my Critterpedia and really kind of be on the cusp of just playing a little bit here and there an Animal Crossing. Um, and by me playing a lot, like probably like we, my wife and I start watching TV. We'll put in two or three hours into TV shows. I've been putting those while we've been watching. I've been playing, doing stuff on my island. And I think I got five. I will say I did get the mushroom lamp and they are as cool as I thought they would be. I will say that. I mean, they're just really fun. I made a little mushroom forest, put the lamps all around. I really love them. They're great. But man, I really feel for people who aren't putting, you know, what am I putting? Probably 15 hours into Animal Crossing a week. Come on, man. Like, like Nintendo needs to do something with that for people. It's not fair to ask people to like look around for a balloon for 15 hours a week and hope they find one. I don't know. That whole process of now it's the mushroom season, you'll randomly find DIYs float across your island. Like, I don't know. There's just not time for that. And I understand why people are super frustrated. Like, I've found a good bit of them. And the one I found, and Ibisel talked about this true, and he's too, and he's right. The one I found was a mushroom wreath, which everybody got from Isabel when the mushroom season started. Like, don't don't float across my island in a recipe that you know you already gave everybody who played the game. Like I don't, like I just don't understand. Yeah, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be double dipping with DIYs. It should be once you've got that DIY, it shouldn't be available to then get again. Yeah, it's, especially with time limited stuff like this. Fair enough. Just normal DIYs that you pick up because you can swap and change. That gives the whole social aspect. But double dipping on time limited ones, I don't think they should do. Yeah, I think they need to add seasonal DIYs like they did for Halloween. They need to add seasonal DIYs to the villagers. Yeah. Because that's at least more fair. You're not just running around looking for a balloon. You know that you'll have a villager or two a day who's making a recipe. And so you can go to them and see what kind of recipe you'll get. And for people who, you know, can't or don't want to because they have other things they want to do or whatever uh play animal crossing as much as i play animal crossing um i think that's a more fair a more fair i don't know if that's right we say that that's a fairer way to do it um because i get the frustration i really do <sighs> anyways with that said i've been putting all this time in and guess what sean five stars are back baby they <laughs> are back I got my first, uh, what is it, the Lily of the Valley, whatever they call that. Yeah, yeah. that thing. yeah, I got my first one this week after my revamp. And I think I, I dipped all the way down to two stars um, at, the, at the peak of like destruction of my island. Um, so they're back. I'm very excited about that. Um, now I can maybe start getting more super rare mushrooms, which by the way, I've still found no use for. 
that I have, I don't have a <laughs> DIY recipe that uses. I like, I was uh, like, I'm going to get five stars because Sean said I can get more of these. Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with them. It's just, yeah, that, the, the, they've made it difficult, the mushroom one. I think it's kind of hit for the super, like the players, the super fans of the game that are still really in it now. Mm. I think they're kind of getting into the realm of, it's nearly 12 months old now is the game. Like, what, four months away, five months away from it being 12 mm-hmm. months old? Yeah. So the people that are playing it now are like super fans like yourself. Um, I still go in maybe once or twice a week. I don't play it every day like I was when we uh, first started this little voyage. But mm-hmm. it, when stuff when, when now when there's that calm between events, it kind of and not having time, it kind of gets pushed backwards a little bit. So yeah, I'll probably take a bit of time. T- today is going to be the first day in a while where it's just me and, and Logan. So. He's got loads of new stuff to play with because it was his birthday on Sunday. Nice. So um, I'm going to leave him playing with his train track and stuff like that, and I'll probably launch in and have a good like hour or two while he's doing that. I was going to ask um, you, what's his just like total total like I just uh, squirrel moment? What was his favorite thing that he got? Uh, out of everything that he got, is the, the favorite thing he's got is uh, I'm assuming Dan maybe more than you, Nick, will know of Blippy. Nope. Blippi. No, what is not. What is, you yeah. Don't who, you, you don't know who Blippi is. You guys are from don't America and you don't know who Blippi is. I'm on a long Blippi. squirrel track, but we're going to keep going. What's Blippi? Right. Let's look it up. He's a, um, he's a YouTube creator. Um, I think his backstory is that okay. he's ex-military um, and he had a nephew that was like into YouTube videos about people like educational YouTube videos about colors, different vehicles, different animals. And he was really upset with like how poor quality and the content of some of these things. So this guy started his own YouTube channel called Blippi and he made this character up. And honestly, it's, <laughs> this guy has like, 200 million views on this video, 6 million subscribers. I'm one of them. <laughs> but yeah. He's a net worth. He's a net worth of like twenty five million dollars or something, death like that. He's insanely like successful in what he's done, but he's got all his own branded merchandise and toys out, and he got like a blippy recycling truck. And um, Logan loves it. Everything goes in this recycling truck. So, hmm. and he got quite a lot of Hot Wheels monster trucks. So, and my mum and dad bought him a big truck. To all his Hot Wheel monster trucks in, so the Blippy recycling truck and his Hot Wheels truck are his two favorite things. This dude's only been at it for five years. There you go. We can do it. We got this. You, you got this. <laughs> I don't got this. You got this, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mean, Anyways, back on track. That was a that was a squirrel. That that squirrel track went. That was long long rabbit trail. Anyways, uh, lots of animal metaphors that I mixed up there. So congratulations. Um. <laughs> All right. So uh, maple leaves are out today, um, by the way. Uh, are these the same as the – This is. I'm, I'm assuming because I quickly looked at the like what to expect video that Nintendo dropped on YouTube. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be a bit like the cherry blossom. So you, we're going to get maple leaf piles, cherry blossom, uh, maple leaf-based recipes, and they're going to just be floating around. And 
You are a hundred percent right. That's exactly it. Don't cool. try to get the half leaves as I did, as I spent about a minute trying to get this little half leaf. They are not catchable. You have to find the whole leaf. Okay. The whole, that's the only, that's the only ones you can catch. I came out of my house. I was so excited. I was like, Oh, this is so cool. Maple leaves. So I'm like, net down. No. Swing the net. No. I was like, how do I keep missing this? <laughs> it was so dumb. And then finally, like one floated in front of me. That was a whole leaf. And I was like, uh, that's probably the ones I can catch. And sure enough, that was the ones I could catch. So, um, very quick question. Have you finished your Critopedia? No, no. December. Okay. I need the dung beetle because all dung beetles, you know, they move snowballs. That's, that's, that's well known. Yeah. Yes. A, a snowball beetle. No, it's a dung beetle <laughs> that moves snowballs. It's a confused dung beetle, Sean. That's all. What kind of snow are we talking about here? (laughs) Not yellow snow. (laughs) It's barely white snow. Uh, Turd snow? I don't know. Don't ask me. No, I need the dung beetle. Uh, That sounds weird when you say it like that. Um, I need to catch the dung beetle, uh, and then I need to catch the string fish, and then I am am done with fish and beetles. Do you reckon that's when you're going to get the golden net? Yeah, baby, I'm going to get the golden net. Oh, I'm also working towards... The axe. I never got it, so I'm slowly... Oh, I've uh, got a golden axe. I know you do, because you spent, like, what, a whole day crafting <laughs> day flimsy making... axes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was impressive, man. That was that was good work. I mean, I've been... I feel like I should be there by now, but I apparently am not, so I... There's no, it's like, you... counter. The stone, the stone axe that doesn't yeah. chop down the tree... So mm-hmm. I just made a bunch of those and just stood next to the wooden tree outside my house and just whack, 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 snap. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how Sean broke his pro controller. Um, yeah, no, I, I haven't done it yet, but I'm still working towards it. All right, so really that's it. Like that is, that is Animal Crossing updates at the moment. I do want to ask when it is the 17th as we record right now. Um, when when do we think that this update is going to come out? FYI, next week Thursday is Thanksgiving, so tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's, say, that's, say that's the money time. answer right there. Tomorrow. The money <laughs> answer right there is tomorrow. You're totally right. Yeah. All right, you can't guess tomorrow, Sean. What do you think? Um, let's see. So next. Next Thursday's Thanksgiving, is it? Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm, it could be this Friday. Okay. Give people the weekend to play the update ahead of Thanksgiving. So. This update has to, well, I don't want to say that because it's probably going to be gigantic. All right. Well, I was going to say it, so I'll say it. I was going to say this update has to be pretty small, but it's probably going to come out and like totally change the game just because I said that. Um, all right. Well, I'll say Thursday because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking yeah. it would it would it would drop on a Thursday. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. We were we were Just, all wrong last time, so let's see what we yeah do definitely. This time. <laughs> so while we're still in in our little animal crossing segment um, on the Discord, I just mm-hmm. want to shout out for uh, to hey it's Chad. For, um, he said that he's got a couple of ideas for the upcoming months, especially with all the different events that we've had and different like DIY cards and extra bits and pieces, especially in the Halloween one for like jack o' lantern stuff. Um, he's thinking about doing a catalog party again, but he's, he's called it this time. It's going to be a round robin where you can come and drop things off 
you would like to share and you can go back later to pick up your stuff. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. I think I will try and look over the next week or two of trying to set up an area like I had before and um, maybe open up the gates one evening and just let everybody come in, drop a few things and like in and out and visit. So I can leave that open. I can leave it when it's docked and charging. I could leave my island open for a while, just drop the DIY code, uh, DIY, Dodo code, and just let people come and go as they please. So keep your ears peeled and your eyes peeled to Discord for that. And I will try and get that organized as soon as possible. That's really cool. Yeah, I like that idea. That's awesome. I did see that. Totally agree. Okay, so the winter update dropped, as always, at right after our podcast, Sean. You know how it works. It starts... <laughs> it's typical. I know, right? That's how it always works. Starts November 19th. Um, and the first thing they jumped into is a little bit of Turkey Day love coming on the 26th of November. Sorry, you Canadians. We know that that's not technically your Thanksgiving, but it's ours. When's your Thanksgiving, Sean? Do you have Thanksgiving? Um, no, the UK doesn't have Thanksgiving. So we kind of like, we go straight from Halloween to Christmas. There's no like in between. There's nothing there. So it'd be nice yeah. to be able to share it <laughs> for Animal Crossing. So. Sure. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you, yeah, now you get a Thanksgiving. So congratulations. I think we had that conversation once before. So sorry. Yeah, um, I think it was when Andrew was on. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Um, so Franklin will arrive and host a gathering in the plaza now franklin's been around before um i i don't know i can't remember if he was in the gamecube one i know he was in city folk i know that for sure i remember him in that one yeah i i didn't play enough of new leaf to see if he was in there so mm-hmm. but i'm assuming that it would possibly with how um multiplayer-esque new leaf was that was probably involved so yeah um, the players can help Franklin collect ingredients. We saw him hand uh, a pumpkin to him. Um, yeah, finally a use for all those pumpkins. <laughs> I, know, I know it's it's totally true. There are uh, there are so many there's so many people in our Discord that have like hundreds of pumpkin plants and like wondering what to do with them and what yeah. you know where to put them and all that jazz. I wonder if we'll be able to use the mushrooms that are growing. That's a good so, question. Yeah, it then brings into the whole farming and harvesting thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so my next question to this was now is the are the pumpkins going to die after after thursday do you think like this is like i i had this question after october and it was like nope they're still around and so now i'm wondering are they gonna die now ah uh, possibly or it might this this might be the start like we've said before of something where you'd be able to make meals and give them to villagers. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like you can wrap up items that you bought and picked up and stuff and you can give them to villagers. Are we going to be able to then sort of like share stuff like that with the villagers? Not so much giving them like a benefit from that, but just because it's a nice thing to do. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> Animal Crossing is all about being nice. Um, so... Yeah, that would be that would be kind of cool if Franklin was the one to teach you how to cook and brought that mechanism in. I think that's probably a, a reach, but uh, it would be cool if that's how they did it. Um, but yeah, I'll be interested to see. Uh, this isn't the normal Harvest Festival, obviously, because pumpkins are new. 
in New Horizons that I remember there being. There was uh, trying. I was trying to remember how that Harvest Festival went, um, but they're changing it up, and I'm okay with that. That sounds cool. I mean, I have no problem with the little little change up here. Um, but you can't buy pumpkins anymore, as I recall. I, I believe I looked in in the Nook store. You can't buy pumpkin starts anymore. That's what I meant to say. No, uh, you can't even get them for um, leaf. So okay, I didn't think so. I mean, so what you've got is what you've got. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, seriously, if you were like, eh, I don't need these pumpkins anymore. Nintendo just really puts you in a tight spot, man. I mean, to not to not bring out this information when you had um, when you when you had the the pumpkins available, or yeah. so. I wonder if I wonder if there's anybody who has done that who was like, "Bah, I don't need these pumpkins anymore. Halloween's over," and he just like sold them all or got rid of them. Yeah, I'm, uh, most people I think have still kept them on the island mm-hmm. and kind of featured like made like a farmyard look of mm-hmm. it. So, especially like on the videos and stuff I've been watching on YouTube and um, like all the interaction and stuff with people on Instagram. Um, and different accounts on there that like I speak between a couple of people and their islands they've done the same they've kind of made a big thing of it so mm-hmm. and I have I too know. I've made a I've made a farm on my island um, uh, yeah I guess you're right I mean Animal Crossing people seem to be hoarders of digital items you know so so <laughs> yeah. you're probably right then you're out of them at all <laughs> which if means anything, we're also really the yeah they're going to be really excited about the other stuff that's come out of the update towards the end as well so. oh that's for sure. All right. Anything else about Franklin and, and Turkey Day? Uh, no, not from the video and not from any like literature that I've seen online. I've not mm-hmm. really found anything. So it didn't really specify what kind of gifts you'd get as well for helping him and things like that. So it's all going to be new territory and interesting to find out. Very interesting. That's for sure. All right. And on to Toy Day and Jingle. Santa's coming to town. What do you think of this? Uh, I'd loved the the section that they showed in the video I, I thought it was fantastic like when they um they were panning across the island and then they'd like turn the lights on as they were panning across i was thinking oh, this is amazing i think this could be my favorite time of year on the island so mm-hmm. i 100 agree i have the whole like walk in like the center area of when you walk off the airport i have yet to do anything with because i didn't really know what i wanted to and when I saw this, it made me realize I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm going to be waiting until I am just going to make it like the Christmas square. Uh, <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. And there's, I'm not, not even touching that center island until that time comes. So, yeah, so, I've got, yeah I've I'm got, very like off, excited. I've got an offset fountain on a high cliff, which um, when I get a chance over the weekend, I'm going to completely get rid of that. And I'm going to do the same. I'm going to have like an opening plaza. Um, with the fountain in the middle and like the Christmas trees and stuff. I'm going to do a bit of a thing with that as well. Oh, that'll be so cool. Yeah, I just, I really, really can't wait to see what other people do for Christmas. Like I, this, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm excited about it a lot. Um, so you shake the trees and you get, uh, you shake the decorated trees and you get ornaments out of them. Is that, and we kind of knew this a long time ago. They, they give us a sneak peek of this, uh, man in the trailer before the game was even out. If you remember. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, kind of like from what I've read in videos, that I was like, and other people have talked about it. Cause like I did a lot of reading about it this morning. Um, and in the evening last night um throughout the whole of december you're going to see your island become more and more festive 
So um, I'm not. I'm assuming it's not going to get to like the first of December, and there's snow. I think it's going to be a gradual introduction, like sure, like autumn has been. So like where the trees have slowly changed color, I think we're slowly going to see. So you might see more and more decorated trees, and um, yeah, give them a shake, and it should like drop. Like you say drop ornaments, like uh, Christmas baubles, I believe they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that will be very. And cool. then yeah, and then like you say they can. Like with the mushrooms, uh, the acorns, the pine cones, so, um, it all goes towards you being able to craft seasonal DIYs. So if you want all those really nice lights, you need to go around and shake some trees. So be prepared. Yeah. That's... <laughs> there'll, be, there'll still be wasps, I imagine. <laughs> Even in winter. If, if, the, if the flowers are still going to bloom, the wasps are still going to be out. That's how it works in Animal Crossing. Um, yeah, and so... Uh, DIYs, I still wonder if that'll be, I'm sure that's still, that's going to be a big issue if they're all going to come in balloons or if it's going to be more like Halloween and people are going to um, start crafting them. Yeah, I think hopefully they'll go along the same lines as the Halloween. You're going to find your villagers crafting them. So yeah, um, that, I hope so. Make, make sure you're checking in on them. The, the other nice thing that I like is the seasonal clothing coming from Abel's because I seem to have got to a stagnation period with the clothing side of customizing my character it's kind of mm-hmm. got to a point where i kind of have so uh getting the, the christmas outfit would be pretty cool um yeah for sure that'll be yeah hopefully you can be santa that'll be awesome a whole santa <laughs> yeah. outfit i love that um so yeah i will just i want to jump back really quick to turkey day because we had a conversation um we had talked about the rare mushrooms and I, I don't know, but I have a feeling that those rare mushrooms I've yet to see a DIY, as I said, that uses those rare mushrooms. Um, and I have a feeling that those rare mushrooms might come into play in some way in, uh, with Franklin. So I'm, I'm very interested to see if that holds true or not. Yeah. You might get, the, the gifts you get from him could be more DIY related item. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So don't go selling them or using them. <laughs> oh, and I did, I did not sell one, but I was interested the other day, actually last night. Um, I was interested in their, in their price and it has to be, I just threw it in the box, like, like clicked on it and seen how the box price went up, you know? So that's only 80%. And it was worth like 13,000 bells at 80%. So whatever that math wow. is. Yeah, it's, they're worth some money. So they are, uh, they, are, they are a little pricey. So moving on, anything else from Tour Day before I move on? Um, yeah, the ability to buy toys from Nook's Cranny. Oh, thank you. Yeah, how did I, I totally uh, skip right past that. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be like Halloween that you can only buy one a day. Um, Mm -hmm. Probably one person can buy once a day from Nook's Cranny. So if you've got several people on your island, you can obviously each one can buy one Mm -hmm. um, and then visit in islands via online or local play. Um, You can buy probably buy them from there again. So. Yeah, well, all leads up to, to obviously Jingle, the black-nosed reindeer. Can, they kind of made a big point of calling him a black-nosed reindeer. I know, I was so really... My mom thought that was weird too. I was, I was like, you need to go look at the update. And he's like, 
why a black-nosed reindeer? And I was like, well, he's not red, so apparently they just wanted <laughs> so, yeah. to point that out. It's not, he's not um, Rudolph. But yeah, he obviously arrives on the 24th to help deliver all the presents. So, and again, yeah. you'll probably get more yeah, higher-end DIY cards from him for helping him do mm-hmm. his duties. Yeah, I assume you're right. It's going to have pretty much the same format of Halloween. Yeah, which I'm okay with. I had a lot of fun with Halloween. I thought that was I thought that was great. So I'm I'm down for that. Um, and this means I'm gonna have to start island hopping again. I I'm kind of taking the month of November off, but I'm gonna have to get back with uh, Noah and my mom and start hopping around, get making sure I have enough presents. So. Yeah. But if it's anything like Halloween, I ended up having a crud ton of candy left over when it was all said and done. I was like, oh, okay, I got more than enough here. So yeah, I'm assuming that they're not going to make it difficult for people who don't have anyone to play with. So yeah, if you go on every day in December up until the 24th, you're going to have 24 gifts to give out and you only have nine island, nine villages on the island. So yeah. you should probably have everything pretty quick with just 24 presents or gifts. Yeah. And that's the way it was at Halloween. I mean, you could hop in and hop out and if you gave it 15, 20 minutes, you were pretty good. I mean, you could, probably have had everything by then which is okay i mean I, I i can appreciate that they can't expect you to put hours into it on a holiday you know i mean if you can squeeze out 20 minutes on christmas eve or christmas day that's asking quite a bit when you're you're you know you're usually with family um in a non-pandemic year um um so so new hip reactions the basically this is a new like nook miles pack right um yeah it's been yeah there's, yeah there's two of one of them being the reactions the other one being hairstyles so what do you think of the reactions oh uh, i like them i did i think everybody in the discord seems to love the ability to be able to sit down somewhere <laughs> yes so it, but it brings the whole if they've now shown that you can sit down on the floor are they going to then be able to help you interact with different things. So mm-hmm. like sitting down on a bike or so I don't know. Yeah. Which we yeah, talked no, about I with Andros. That would be, that would be really cool. Uh, a wave. Goodbye. Um, yeah. You, the, I can't believe it's taken so long for that to arrive because <laughs> yeah. you've, you've got the one where you just kind of raise your hand to say hello. Yeah. Like the greeting one. Mm-hmm. Why is it taking so long to get the, it's a, that's a fair point i usually just use them both i use that one reaction for both i'm like hey and then i'm like yeah. bye and do the same thing but yeah, that's cool I'm all, I'm all good with a wave goodbye um yeah take a picture you're a fan of this one i take it yeah i think it's quite funny i think they they haven't really used the little nook phone that you get for many things mm-hmm. so having it as a reaction where you get it out and the little flash that goes up i think it's going to be quite funny especially in like um social interaction so like we've got i think chad's been mentioning it on discord about um the catalog party i think it's going to be pretty good for like just for messing around on there really but yeah yeah for sure but is it also like for interacting with your villagers is it going to make them do something different mm, that's a good question yeah that'll it'll be interesting to see this is um chips uh uh reaction um or the thing he does when you like hand him something and he makes a oh yeah the the little beaver yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so there's a sniff reaction um 
a workout. You just stop me. I'm firing these out. If you got something to say, you just yeah. Like, the, the the workout one it looks pretty cool, especially if you've got like um like a home gym because there was plenty of gym equipment to start. Yeah, that's with, true. So that's cool. Yeah, that that yeah. that'll be interesting. Um, same again with the yoga. I yeah, it was pretty funny. What is the here you go? I don't remember. Um, it's where they were all kind of. It was shown that they were all sat around the table with the Thanksgiving dinner. Oh like, yeah, and he's like, bro- table, and he like, like puts out his hands, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like little bubbles yeah, around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, excited dance and ta-da. Yeah, ta-da again. It's just like kind of a flashy, like here you go type thing. But the excited dance is quite cool. It's like they stand on the spot and they're wiggling around and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be um, it'll be man. We're I mean, there's a lot of reactions at this point now. I mean, actually, um, thirty-seven, I think, with the Halloween ones. So, chuck this of a six in. We're into like the mid forties. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, so, which I I like that they you can have your wheel and then if you press Y, um, you can then access all of them and just pick one. So they've kind of made a, a quick shortcut to all of them, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Yeah, no, I think I totally agree. I think the way they've done it is about as good as you can with as many choices as you have given a given a controller, basically. I mean, it's not easy to control multiple options on a on a console. No. You know, Sean, I'm gonna let you if we're if we're done with reactions, I'm gonna let you take this one because I feel you are way more excited about this particular <laughs> announcement than I am. So I, I you should you should start this baby off. Yeah, the, the hairstyles. I'm so glad they finally chucked in a bald option because I have no hair. <laughs> I literally, I I shave it off all the time just because I've got to be clean shaven with work, and I am unfortunately lacking hair, which started well like in my early twenties. So by now, <laughs> nearly thirty four, it's completely gone through the middle. And yeah. if I left it, I'd look like some kind of mad scientist. It just grow out the side of my head, but nowhere else. <laughs> So I'm really good they've got this because normally like my outfit choice is a hat, mm. um, which there isn't many good hats for the male. There's loads of like nice, like it's true. Um, yeah. Flamboyant style ones for girls yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for the guys, we kind of like, we've got caps and that's it. So um, I'm quite excited for this. It means I can finally have the no hair on the head and the beard because I've got the, like the goatee beard thing that goes mm-hmm. on. So yeah. good uh, for you. I'm glad yeah. they got your your <laughs> they've got your personified down now. So but then yeah, the other ones we've got like uh it looks a little bit like cornrows, so it's like uh, braided from front to back. Mm. Um we've got the short back and sides because I think they're going with like the hip and kind of looking stylish and so the hips to kind of look. And then um for the girls there's a double bun, mm. like ponytail thing. Um, the afro, which I think is quite cool. It's cool, <laughs> it's yeah. Quite funny. <laughs> um, and they're like, they, they show it with gray hair, so it looks like a... It looks like the grandma look, look, I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll take the heat yeah, for this yeah. one, Sean. It's the grandma look. Yeah. People can yell at me if they're like, I'm not a grandma and I want that. That's fine, I get it. But the, but the way they show it, I was immediately like, oh, they got a grandma look. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was the same. For that, I think that's why they kind of stuck it with it being gray. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good to have some. It's nice that they even now still nearly like what are we ten months old? Not ten months old game. Uh, uh, yeah, about a nine ten month old. Yeah. Um, that they're still finding different customization options that we can use. So. 
I think the more the better. I mean, everybody likes to have their own way and have it look like them or how they want to look. And so the more you get to add, the better for everybody. It doesn't hurt. So I think that's great. I love Definitely. it. I am super excited. Literally, I squealed on this one. I'm not going to lie. Like a little girl, I squealed at this one. I have been paring down my storage, trying to figure out what items I need to keep and what items I don't because I have some that I can just get off of the catalog that I thought I'd keep, but I was like, well, I can buy those again. It's not a big deal. So I've been trying to, so I'm at, I'm at 1,550 items because I've been <laughs> deleting some that I knew or selling some that I knew I didn't need. And Nintendo comes out and says, we are going to expand your storage to 2,400 and I could not have been more excited. The only way I could have been more excited if they had said, and we're also expanding your design your design capacity. That's the only thing I really need right now. And I will, if that comes out, you will, you will hear it all the way over the water. You'll know how excited I was. You will hear me. I, uh, yeah, but taking it from 1600, if you're maxed, I don't know. It's interesting to me. Will this increase the increments? Like, so when you start, will you have a, will you have an increase as well? And then, do you know what I mean? Like, cause you didn't start at 1600. We started it. So I wonder if it'll be like, if it'll increase all the increments to 2400 or not. No, I don't think so. Um, it's every time you expanded your home, you got the, mm -hmm. obviously the storage expansion, which made sense because you'd have other rooms. So I think they'll stay the same. I think this is just going to be another thing that like a paid option. Now that your home is fully, custom like not fully customized but you've fully expanded your home so you've, you've spent a lot of money with tom nook um so why not spend a little bit more um i'm a little bit sad that they haven't kind of included like another room mm -hmm. so like, nice. the basement area yeah the basement area is huge but i'd like another room off that basement area That'd yeah be, like the absolute dream but yeah i have i don't know if i've nearly feel it so but you've put a lot more time into this the uh they just give you like the 10 million dollar option you could get you get i mean you know that room would have to be ridiculously expensive if they expanded it yeah. nook would be like you have another option and it only costs you 10 million bells <laughs> and you get one more room and 800 more slots <laughs> yeah, so, yeah if you did that i'd definitely like reinvest in the uh turnip exchange i knew you were gonna <laughs> say that i was gonna say sean would start the turnip market again you'll be all in the exchanges yeah. once more i knew i knew it you're like well i can do it <laughs> Give me a couple of weeks. It's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I I was really excited about uh, about this one, uh, but that's really all you can say about that. Um, Sean, why don't you take this one because you you've done a much better job. I I we started this thing. I'm gonna be honest, and I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. And I didn't know you could do that. So you you've done some you've done some digging. So tell us about save transfers. Yeah. So. I, I, I looked at obviously the small print when it said go to the website blah 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 to kind of see. So I have, I did that and then it takes you to another website from the actual official Nintendo webpage, um, and goes into some good detail about it. So basically, they're giving you two options now with the safe transfer. Um, you can either do an entire island transfer, so say you buy a new Switch, so the Switch Pro comes out. Oh, you want you you know you want to move to a Switch Lite because you've had a day one Switch and it's kind of seen better days. And for whatever reason, you get a new system. 
Um, you can entire you can transfer the entire save, your entire island, everybody on that island as well, just in case you've got other people on the island. Everybody can go and you can transfer it to another system. So it, it comes away from the backup just in case something breaks and happens. You can move in your entire everything, uh, which is a it's a free tool from the Nintendo eShop that you need to download to do that. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm not entirely sure what that entails because I've not looked that far into it, but it's sure. just a it's a separate thing. So I'm assuming it'll you save data or go to that. It's stored somewhere on a cloud. So then you can then download the tool again on the new system and download everything and it incorporates it into the save on that system. Or, which I think most people are going to be more excited about because I think we've got a couple of people in our Discord community that are getting fed up of the not being the island representative. Mm-hmm. representative so you can have a single resident transfer so if you're not the island rep so like noah for you mm-hmm. he's the island rep on the other system that you've got and your daughter ariel's not yeah. um she then could maybe come to your island as a guest not well not a guest but mm-hmm. another villager on your yeah, island yeah another villager, and leave yeah. And, and basically leave noah to to his own devices on that yeah. island and yeah all her belongings uh house like to the upgrade that it's that everything comes with you um, now, and i don't think go ahead sorry. that needs i don't think that needs the eShop tool for that i think you just need to have access to both systems and both games at the same time to do that now, I did think about this because we, we were talking offline. I told you that, that I'm to- I would love this. Like, I am very excited. Noah, do you, do you know, do you need Nintendo Switch Online to do that single resident transfer? Possibly. Yeah, that's um, the thing. I wonder. I was like, oh, I don't, she doesn't have that. Very quickly, just have a look. So, yeah, while Sean's looking it up, I'll explain my situation. I mean, Sean did a pretty good job. We have two switches, two islands. I have my own island, and then my son and daughter are on their are on their separate island. My son has kind of stopped playing Animal Crossing, really, and my daughter still likes to play, but um, uh, she she needs help. And so, if I could move just her over to my island, and she doesn't have a Nintendo Switch Online account, so I can't really communicate with her island to island because of that. So if I could move just her stuff over to my island, um, then that would be that would be great. And then I could kind of help her. I could give her bells, and I could kind of give her extra stuff and help her kind of see how cool Animal Crossing was and give her the help she needs. So if that's something you can do, man, I just think that that's awesome. Um, I can't see anything anywhere saying that. I've gone back to the original mm-hmm. webpage and to the other web page that I was viewing. There's no like asterisks or like footnotes or small mm. print saying that they have to have have it, but that doesn't mean they don't have to. It just yeah. means that they yeah, haven't said it. <laughs> yeah. Um for sure. But on the single resident transfer, it does say that all island progress and animal neighbors will remain on the original switch system. So that means that once like Ariel had moved from Noah's system to your system, you'd then have to go in as the island rep and basically remove all trace of Ariel on Noah's island. Or she could oh. play on both, but she'd 
like the progress wouldn't be shared across the two systems. So she could do something different on one island to some a different island. It doesn't kind of okay. share it that way. Once you've yeah, done yeah. that transfer, you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. I think this man. I mean. Animal Crossing was great when it came out, but as these updates come come out every time, it just you, more and more you're just like, oh, it just gets cooler and cooler. Like it's just you can really see the full game, and I'm sure they were they were thinking we're not really, you know. I wonder if they wanted to do these updates like this, or if they were just behind in development and didn't want to have to push it out anymore and decided to do it like this. And if either way, I'm good. I'm good both ways, basically. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, this is something that when the game came out, we were really worried about. We were like, yeah, I think for sure. it's actually a full discussion point. And like, oh, the first many times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was um, okay with the backup, but I was a little nervous because it was like, well, you got to call Nintendo and blah, blah, blah. And that, I thought that was a little crazy, but yeah, I'm very happy now. Yeah, so am I, because um, like, we've got, the Switch, obviously, Lindsay's on the, the Switch Lite, I'm on the Switch, and we're possibly looking at getting the youngest daughter a Switch. So, um, and she started a save on Lindsay's, so, like, we wouldn't want... Our, and she's got... Sorry, no. She's got a save at her mum's house um, mm. on her own Switch at her mum's. So she could bring that round. She could do a single-person transfer or an entire island transfer, depending on which way she wanted to do it. But I'd probably advise her to do a single residence so she could then start afresh on a new island with everything that she's already got from her original system at her mum's. And then she can, like, she's not lost all that time and that effort, mm-hmm. but she can then play it two different ways. So she can do what she wants when she's at her mum's. She can do what she wants when she's here. Yeah, so. that'll be great. That's it's just, just a lot of cool things that that can happen with that. Yeah. Um, so there's a Dream Island update. Too. This is one that a lot of people in Discord have been really wanting. You can now visit random islands in dreams. So um, I'm I don't I'm gonna be honest. I don't do I, I'm trying to hype this up, but I'm gonna be honest. I don't do a lot of dream islands. Um, so do you do a lot of them? No, and for the reason that you, if I want to go have a look at your island, I'll wait until you're on and be like, hey, I'm, you know, can you want to open yeah. the gates? I'll pop across. Um, so visiting random ones means it's good. You can go and have a look at how people customize things. And like, because it's always you, you'll get a set of items and you'll use them a certain way. Somebody else will get a set of items and they'll be like, they seem to have more imagination where they want to put them, how they mm-hmm. want to make them interact. And so. Yeah, um, it's something I'll probably do if, like, you say I've done all my daily stuff and I've got a bit of time. I'll probably like, I'll go for that and have a look around, and because I've still got big areas of my island that I need to do stuff with. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Um, the uh, well, why don't you take this one? You know more about it than I do. Um, well, I didn't play Pocket Camp, so <laughs> but um, yeah, because it's the third. A year of Pocket Camp, I believe. I think it's been around for three years. So it's the third year anniversary for that. Um, Animal Crossing Pocket Pocket Camp as a smartphone game. Um, They're kind of doing a collab, so you can get a smartphone model featuring, uh, I'm assuming it's the design for Pocket Camp, either on the back or on the screen. Basically just something to to put in your house, kind of basically to celebrate the anniversary of Pocket Camp. 
Oh, gotcha. Uh, well, that, yeah, I did. I played Pocket Cam for about a year, and then uh, and then I got burnt out on it. Just to be honest, it was a little yeah. too. Um, I wouldn't say. I mean, yeah, a year's about as long as I play any mobile game, quite frankly. So, I mean, I I really yeah, did I, like it, but it was pretty fetch questy. So, I uh, at some point I was like, I'm done. Also, the point. I stopped playing when we got the news that Animal Crossing had been pushed to 2020. And, and I think that kind of just like deflated my bubble. And I was like, oh. And so I literally, I like, I just never, I don't think I ever really picked it up after that. Uh, that E3 announcement where it was like, look at all this cool stuff. And by the way, it's been pushed. Um, yeah. That, so, so yeah, but so I mean, I, I do have them linked. I got the, um, oh, I can't think of the motor, the oil there's a shirt from those penguins. Uh, there's like these three penguin mechanics. So I do have the uh, application linked so that I can get the special things like that shirt that I can. Yeah. Get. So that's, that's what I was going to say is that you to obviously get that. You have to make sure that the Nintendo account that you use pocket camp for is the same one that you use for animal crossing new horizons. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely do that. Yeah, if I'm you have it. It. I, I played pocket camp a little bit, but I was, it, kind of after a few weeks i got fed up of the same fetch this fetch that style quest that's not my kind of gameplay so um i still got bored of that yeah the loot but cookies i'll probably yeah if i think i tried to do it in the splatoon one and just yeah that, yeah uh, yeah that was that <laughs> All right, um, and then to uh, kind of wrap up here, they they dropped another another uh, expectation that we will have an update in late January. Yes. What do we um, think is going to come out in late January? I, I don't know because I didn't know the character that they showed. They showed a certain character's face. Oh, did they really? Man, the I'm really game. horrible at this stuff. I'm not going to lie. I am... Um, look like a flamboyant dancer style jeweled up flamingo face, but she was purple. Oh. <laughs> Nick's now trying to fast forward to the end of the video. <laughs> oh, good old skip to the end. Um, I don't know what we can expect. It's a whole new year, so that's uh, that's Pave. Uh, that's that's Pave, and they did like a I, I, it was like a cel- it's like a celebration of some sort um, in New Leaf with with her. Um, oh, here I just I searched it because I was like I don't know I remember the celebration but I don't remember why or what it was. So it's based off of Mardi Gras in the USA and Carnival, the festive circus season associated with parades and street parties and other entertainment celebrated worldwide. So, oh, so that could be quite an interesting. Yeah. Are they going to link that with New Year and have like fireworks again? And yeah, it sure looks that way. I don't. Um, I was trying to remember the the celebration that happened, uh, and I don't. I can't really remember. But um, but yeah. So that's Pave. It's cool to see that that she'll be back. Um, and and the only I really mean is the only other thing that I need um, from from an update, like a special little side thing, uh, is more design slots. If I could have more design slots, I would be through the, through the, and not the pro slots. I have enough pro slots. I need the other ones that make the paths and all that stuff. 
that's the ones that's the ones yeah, that the patterns. I, yeah yeah that stuff would yeah. be that stuff would be great i have maxed out and i have more things that i would like to do that i just can't so anything else sean cool. no that's it I, mean, I think it was for such a short video there was a lot to talk about so yeah, as Nintendo does, right? They just kind of add those little things. Like, the video's two minutes, but if you really look at, you look at the background and you look at the extras and all that stuff, um, it, really starts to, uh, it really starts to add up all we, all we uh, have. All right, well, let's get going to the dad corner then. So, welcome to Dad Corner. Um, this episode's topic is uh, epic dad fails um to which i was a bit dubious at first because i didn't know what what nick kind of meant by dad fails so like in the bit of a pre-show yeah i chucked a couple of things around and basically we're going to talk about those times when as a father you've dropped the ball or in my case dropped the child (laughs) (laughs) so i'll um, i'll elaborate on that so um, when logan was very young um and just kind of grasped the sitting up aspect um i was looking like i was having a bit of a morning with him while mum was kind of out doing mum things and like i was getting dressed and getting us both ready and i kind of got him dressed and like so i sat him on the bed surrounded him by pillows did all the responsible dad things and i was like oh, amazing he's like if he flops backwards he's going to be fine if he flops forwards he's like five foot away from the edge of any bed and any edge of the bed. Sorry. Um, so really absolutely fine. So in, I like popped into the ensuite, which the ensuite door in our bedroom is literally at the foot of the bed. So can not see him. So like popping my head back and forth, brushing my teeth. And in the two minutes it takes me to brush my teeth, this little guy had like learned to move. And like the last time I went to pop my head around to check him, he was literally just tipping over the edge of the bed. And I, I caught him like by the waist, just as he like literally his head just touched the floor. And I've never I felt so bad. He screamed so bad. And it, like, not from the hit in the floor, because it didn't really hit the floor. He kind of just went, yeah. dunk. And it's from the shock of the fall and me quickly grabbing him and yeah, yeah. sudden started. But oh, he screamed and like, it's just at that point, it's like mum comes through the front door. With, like, oh, it's always that way. It's always that and she's way. like, come flying up the stairs and she's like, oh, what's going on? What have you what done? Have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Toothpaste all over the place. Of the oh, and she conveniently forgets all the times that she's dropped the baby. So yeah, <laughs> but no. <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's probably been my worst. There's lots of things where like I've kind of maybe said the wrong thing to like the eldest because she's nearly a teenager. So you know you've got to be really careful with those kind of children and not say things in front of the friends that can completely embarrass them. Or uh, as I do, completely go around tidy the room, get all the like stuffed teddies and stuff, and because she still hasn't at fourteen, and pile them up nicely in. Um, like her face, she's still got a comforter from when she was a baby. She still has that and like kind of placing that on a pillow nice and tucking it in. So like it looks really nice and cozy and then forgetting that she's got like her friends coming around. So she walks into a bedroom with her friends and all the stuff. Teddies are really nicely organized where usually she stuffs them in the wardrobe. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a couple too. And just to be clear, like I had a conversation with a with a with a guy who is a dad uh, this week, and he was like, he was really down on himself for something he had done, and it wasn't anything like that any of us hadn't done. But he's a new dad, and so. I thought it would be fun to kind of go over with stuff we do, but also to just be like, hey, listen, we all do things, you know, we all just, we, we don't mean to do them. Something happens or whatever. And we just, we just mess up. I mean, we're human. Uh, we're humans that are also parents. And so that's what I was trying to tell him. And it made me think, hey, I have this, I have this podcast. Why not? If somebody's listening to this, who's thinking, man, you know, whatever, I'm just not doing the best or not doing the greatest. Uh, we all have those moments where we don't do the best or we just do somewhere like, ah, oh, crap, I shouldn't have done that or that was a mistake or whatever. So, you know, just hang in there. We're all dads and we're all doing the best we can. And so just think about that. So mine, uh, the first one that came to mind was, and this happened in front of like everybody, which was probably the worst. Like you were talking about your, <laughs> your, your wife coming in at just the wrong time. My wife was holding, um, <sighs> A Norwex party. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like one of those parties where you invite everybody over and it's these cleaning stuff that you're getting and everything and people try to treat, you know, you're buying it and all that, whatever. And um, I was in charge of the children. And I want to I say like Noah was three and Ariel was like six months or something like that. I don't know. Something. It was close to that. And, uh, and so we were down. we were down in the basement where I am right now playing games or something and somebody like was like hey you, we need to do this and I was like oh okay and so then like I was like come on Noah and I, and I run up the stairs with my son and we're like yeah whatever and and so I'm doing whatever it is and it wasn't that long because my wife you know is like immediately like where's 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 Ariel and I was like um well probably downstairs where I left her when I shut off the lights and I was like <laughs> and, so, and so like I run down and there's 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 my poor daughter just like she can sit up at this point but she can't crawl or anything like that and so she's just like sitting there like screaming like who oh, left me in the dark down here and so yeah I felt like crap but uh but yeah that was uh my one of my one of my dad fails for sure yeah, so I've got two of these, and for some reason, they're both the same. I have three kids, but they're both the same child. <laughs> I don't know what that says about him or me or so, what, but... Was it the middle child? <laughs> so we... No, the oldest. He So I used to work at a Well, church. you were learning. You were learning with that. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. That's, well, that's what we'll say. <clears throat> I used to work at a church, and um, the church was very lenient with, with all... You know, it was... it was They were very um, gracious with me they let me bring the kids to, to work with me sometimes um you know the hours were flexible it was really good so it was easter sunday and i was taking uh my son nathan my oldest he's five now he's probably three at the time i'm taking him to easter sunday with me early in the morning um and uh i'm like oh we didn't get breakfast so we stop at McDonald's. We don't, we don't go to McDonald's. We don't feed them that kind of food. So it was like a treat for him. And he got apple juice. And he, and he probably drank that apple juice in less than five seconds. Like it was just gone. I gave it to him. It was gone. We pull in to... <laughs> I feel like y'all already know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, we're all dead. We we're like, pull, oh, 
We pull into the parking lot and he, we stop and he just goes all over his church clothes for Sunday, all over the car. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're never getting McDonald's again, ever. (laughs) (laughs) What was I thinking? So that was a, that was interesting oh yeah how did that go how did that go with uh mom <laughs> which oh, like, right? well, you like, should have yeah, known well yeah i i tried to omit like the details i was like yeah he threw up in the car he's like oh no yeah. what did he eat uh breakfast yeah <laughs> don't ask the details yeah. you know it's fine don't worry so same kid he's younger he's probably two he's in the backyard playing um and you know, I, I'm inside, whatever. I don't know where I am. I'm probably in the in the other side of the house because I don't hear him at all. But I come to the front and he's banging on the back wind on the back door. Daddy! Ah! Bang, bang, bang. My neighbor's like, Nathan, are you okay? What's going on? And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? So I unlocked it. I accidentally locked him in the backyard. Okay. Like that's bad enough. That's bad enough. He, his, his, both his feet and his ankles had tons of ants and ant bites all over them. Oh no. So he was two, two years old, screaming in the backyard, being attacked by ants, door locked, and I'm in the front of the house, can't hear a thing. I, I mean, I don't know how long he was back there, but that, that, that was, uh, that was horrible. I felt like the worst dad in i deserve to go to hell because of that it's it was terrible yeah you do don't you like i I do that's yeah you you just you all you just do i mean it's it's the same way i felt when i lived there in front of everybody like my wife's got all this whole all this party of people over yeah Yeah, i just leave my kid in the basement on a normal regular basis thanks that's great so yeah it's uh i will say a funny one it wasn't me i wasn't part of this i was actually i was actually a youth at the time but my my youth leader left their uh i can't remember how old she was uh left their daughter at church on accident they drove separately and they each thought the other one had her (laughs) so like i was getting ready to leave i was i was older than her i can't remember i really can't remember how old she was she was probably like like seven or eight or something like that. And she's like, uh, where's my mom? And I was like, uh, she left. And I was like, she was like, Oh, so my dad's here. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw him leave too. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I, I say that cause I will probably do that at some point. We'll probably drop separately to church and think the other one has, has one of our kids and leave them at church. I could see that happening. Uh, yeah, I, the, the the other one I've had recently. Wow! Again, Paul, Paul, Paul Logan is um the, like the beginning of all this pandemic madness. We kind of figured that he he was a really bad kid for sleeping, and like he used to scream, like wake up screaming in the middle of the night, and we could never figure out why. Um, and then, like at the beginning of the pandemic, it, Dietary wise, we were like we we stopped giving him as much milk based stuff and dairy based stuff, and like he was starting to sleep better, his skin had gotten better, and we were like, 
what if it's milk? What if he's got an allergy to milk? And anyway, it turns out he has. He's like got an allergy not to lactose, but to milk and soya. Um, apparently, it's something he'll grow out of when he gets older. But um, the, like a couple of weeks ago, I was on a bad week, so like getting to like the end of my twelve day shift, like twelve hour day shift, three of them in a row. And I came down to do his breakfast one morning and I'm like, he put cereal in the bowl. I'm still half asleep. And he's got like, he's got his own milk in a carton. Like he can have oat milk, but he can't have cow's milk and stuff like that. Or soy milk. And um, so I reach into the fridge and just pour a white liquid onto his cereal. <laughs> That's all my brain registered. And anyway, I sat down and he still said he's eating his breakfast and he's like, he's getting right into it. And the wife comes in, she goes, what milk's that? I'm like, it's just, it's his milk. It's like, she's, no, it's the wrong color. It's the wrong color. And I'm like, what do you mean it's the wrong color? She goes, it's the wrong color. And I'm instantly like, (laughs) 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 so I I taste the milk and I'm like, that's proper milk. I've just given him like blue top. So like full fat, full cow. Oh my gosh. Milk. And I'm like, oh no. And I'm like, he's he's only eating the cereal. He's not drunk the milk. It's just like, only a small, that night was the worst night we'd had with him for a long time. And like, he's crying and in the middle of the night and he's holding his stomach and I'm like, I'm there holding him and cuddling him and trying to comfort him and I'm crying and I'm like looking at the wife and I'm like, I can't believe I did this to him, that's so bad. So yeah. But it's, it's so often you get that, it's such a horrible feeling when you do something like, uh, completely by accident, you get that so much guilt, it's unreal. I, it's the worst, like I could literally, I would, I would rather chop my arm off than and the kids cre- like cry for my wrongdoings and my fails. Yeah, you just such a horrible guilt. Yeah, yeah, it it is, and that's that's exactly what like the guy I was talking to was feeling. And I was like, man, it's okay. I was like, you you are not the only one to make a mistake. I was like, doing the best you can. It's all gonna be okay. Your kid will be just fine. Like I know it doesn't seem that way right now, but you're fine. So yeah, we did get we got one dad fail from uh, hey it's Chad, and let me tell you we have topped him. So no worries, we've topped this one. Um, uh, he says, wow. "Dad fail moment." My kids will never let me live up is how I split my pants on moving day a few years ago. It was an older pair. I didn't mind getting dirty. Uh, because, well, we were moving. It happened at the old apartment complex we were moving out of, and I had to walk around pulling my jacket down, hoping no one would no one would notice until we were able to get back to the new house to change. So thanks for sending that in. We really appreciate it, joining in the conversation. Um, yep, we all have them. Something that, that happens. You know, if you want to say, like, talk about comedy dad fails and comedy dad fail moments, like trying to show my kids oh yeah i used to skateboard as a like as a teenager like, check this out <laughs> bang hit the floor oh yeah. look at this i'm like yeah there's so many of those like <laughs> doing backflips on the trampoline and nearly crippling myself and things and lots of dad funny fails just yeah yeah like if you're on a moped or something that'd be a fun <laughs> fail <laughs> no 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 funny moped <laughs> fails no, no i don't okay. have a moped oh okay all right good um all right Let's go see if there's any notices on the bulletin board. So, 
first of all, we want to thank all the Patreon members of the Nintendo Dads for hanging with us on Discord. You are seriously the best community on the internet, and we love you so much. You're welcome, you, Sean. Uh, <laughs> I say, you're now one of those people, then. So, yeah, yeah. thanks for coming on. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this and would like to chat with us and a whole bunch of other Animal Crossing fans, dads, uh, food fans, Snack Dads has slowly become my favorite part of our Discord. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. That's a good yeah. channel right you there. Can, you can join in all the action for a little as $1 a month over at patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads. So one of the first community questions we've got, um, we kind of covered already in the Animal Crossing segment from Frosticles, who seemed really excited that we were recording again and then asked the question of, what the hell is the deal of all the mushrooms? So, um, I know we, we probably won't spend a right lot of time on this now, Frosticles, because we kind of covered it in the Animal Crossing section. So, but thank you very much for your question. Uh, the only other question we've really got this time around is from Chris HL94, which is holiday gift ideas for the Nintendo player. Uh, so, game and watch. Yeah, that's really a good one because it's not super expensive. And I mean, if you can snag one, yeah, um, good luck. Yeah, which isn't easy, but if you were able to snag one, I mean, yeah, it really is like a decent, like a, yeah. So it's different over here. I reckon in the UK, I could, if things were open for me to go and get one of those, I could probably go and pick one up today without much issue. No, it is true. If you want to import it, you can import it for like, uh, 70 bucks right now from Amazon. I'm giving one away on Twitter. Oh, yeah. So, is it because you bought more than one? Just a little plug. No, no. Uh, my co host, John, <laughs> no, no, no. I bought one and I didn't open it. And I thought to myself, I don't need this. It doesn't do anything that I can't already do. So, I'm going to give it away. Um, so, you can go to my Twitter at Blockfort Retro and it, it'll be up uh, Wednesday, and then it'll be up for a few days, and then we'll choose a winner. So go check that out if you want one. Maybe it'll be you. Yeah, so here's the deal. $65 uh, on, on Amazon from the UK. The estimated delivery time is November 25th to April 26th, 2021. So, you know, wow. you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, when we come, when and if we come out of the lockdown and essential shops can open again, because non-essential shops can open, because that's the issue I've got is the kind of the stores that I'd go to for that kind of stuff are all closed at the moment. Um, if they've got loads left, I'll let people know on the Discord, and I'd quite happily send it from the UK. I'll probably be quicker than Amazon sending it if I send it. So, yeah, that'd be awesome. Figure that one out. <clears throat> Somebody else in our Discord bought one, and. Uh... Sorry, just just became the game and watch section. Um, bought one and then uh, and said that they didn't want it and they'd be willing to send it to somebody. So we got, I mean, we got great people out here. So, you said it, man. They do. They always look so, up for us. I mean, the original game and watch there wasn't a right lot you could play on it other than Mister Game and Watch, wasn't it? It was kind of like that was you could play. Yeah, ball. but there were like a bunch of them. There were like yeah. tons of different ones, and they all had different games on them. So, so I'm assuming that they kind of took everything from all of them and put them in this one no it's just <laughs> super mario brothers and the game ball which is like a juggling game and a clock and then a few easter eggs and stuff so 
it's fairly limited in its functionality, but it is a very cool thing to have on your shelf as a collector. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, the thing is, if I was like to say, oh, to the wife, there's a birthday present idea for me, she'd probably look at me funny because I can play Super Mario. Right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. So she'd be like, but yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember having a game and watch as a kid. I remember like uh, the one I had um, was the platformy game and watch. So the one where you literally just jumped over something. I can't really remember what it was like. I used to play it in the car on the way to my grandma's. It was literally like the year before I got my game. It's my Sega Game Gear. So, so yeah. what other what other holiday items? I'm sorry, were you saying something, Dan? I was just gonna say the uh, Game and Watches, like the original old ones, are cool collector's items now. Um, yeah. So, the, so if you're into like Nintendo history, you're retro gamer, then it is a really cool gift. But yeah, if you're like, if you just own a Switch and you like Switch stuff, um, uh, the uh, I'm a big fan of the um, 8-bit Doe SN30 Pro Plus controller. It looks like a Super Nintendo controller with sticks and wings, and it is very comfortable. Nice. And it's really good for virtual console or whatever, the Nintendo Switch Online games. It's mm-hmm. really good for Mario 35 because it has a really good D-pad um, and the sticks, which you need for Mario 35. So that's a solid recommendation, I think. It's, and not I've, a lot of people have them. I've got, a, I've got one of those. The daughter, my oldest daughter got it for me for Father's Day like two years ago. And yeah, it's fantastic. It's, the SNES controller was always one of those that always felt really nice in the hand. So to have that SNES controller in your hand and then be a bit like I use it to play Animal Crossing that's my pro controller so I never bought an actual pro controller that's interesting Um, Uh, for me holiday gifts for I like the Mario Starlight that Nintendo did I think that's really nice I think if like if you like Dan who's got his nice little you've just got loads of stuff everywhere so really jealous of your collection (laughs) my garage yeah um, I was looking for one this year to put on the Christmas tree, a Mario style star to put. On oh, on it's Christmas like a Christmas tree, tree topper. Oh, okay, uh, no, no you it. can get you can get a Christmas tree topper, but the other one that I'm on about that, I think Nintendo did it as an official merchandise. Is um, it's just a plug-in like bedside lamp. Basically. Okay, probably suited Excuse more me. for a kid, but you know, for us yeah, in our thirties and onwards, as like we grew up with Nintendo and stuff. It's, it's nice to have those little nostalgia touches. So, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I see it here. That's pretty cool. Um, I was going to say the satisfy grip. If the gamer doesn't have it, I mean, that's pretty popular. I, I like mine. Um, and so especially the new one is really nice. The old one kind of, uh, apparently scratched the back. I never bought the old one. I didn't buy it until the next one came out, but, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I don't use it as much as some do. I don't swear by it as much as some do, but uh, but I do like it. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's a good one. I, I I like the idea of the Satisfy, but it is also kind of bulky. Mm-hmm, I agree. Especially with the case on it. Um, so as an alternative to that, if, if you feel like you're 
person you're buying your gift for wants a more like sleek option, but still wants kind of like a protection or grip. Um, the company Mumba, M-U-M-B-A, makes a really good uh, grip with a case combo that's fairly compact and, and it's protective like all the way around the switch. Um, so uh, as an alternative to the Satisfy, if you wanted something more sleek, that's a really good option also. Yeah, that is cool. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it is cool. Look at you. They have a. They have a. That's they nice. have a just a light one because that's all I'm seeing right now. Oh no, there's the other. They one. have. They have three different versions. I have the blade. I think. Okay. Uh, and they're all pretty comfortable. I mean, not, they're they're none of them are going to be as comfortable as the Satisfy, mm-hmm. but they're designed to be compact and protective with like a little bit of grip. So it's like you get one without the other. You know. Yeah, no, that's true. And that's why um, that's why sometimes I don't... So I'll have my grip on and it'll stay on for a good long while. And then like when I take it off to go somewhere, I'm like, it just kind of stays off until then finally, for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, I'll put that back on. So yeah. I go through long periods where it's on and then off and then on and then off. So yeah, I know. Yeah, I true. never take this thing off. It, it stays on. You can even dock it with the one I have. So oh, cool. it, yeah, it just stays on. The other one is things like... I like the, those pictures behind you, Nick, I think they're amazing. One of those used to be like my, yeah, it used to be my iWatch um, background for a long time. So That's I the really Starry like Night, Starry Night version, Super Mario version. Yeah. yeah. I, I have no idea where they came. A friend, a friend gave them to me. That same friend that helped me out in uh, Extra Life uh, bought me these awesome pictures. Um, and I, I don't know where they came from, so I can't tell you, but yeah, there's, that's exactly right. Dan described it exactly hundred percent starry night version of Mario. So, yeah. So it's things like that. It's there's so much, so, a Nintendo player isn't just a fan of normally isn't just a fan of one aspect of Nintendo, which is how I feel. It's like, if you want if so for me, like the wife if one day just came home and she brought Mario Rabbids. And she's like, oh, I'll pick this up because I thought you'd like it. And I'd never like dropped an inkling as to ever wanting to play it, but fantastic game. She brought me that. That was amazing. That um, cool. Yeah, it's like plushies. It's just there's all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. most people that play Nintendo tend to have a collection of something somewhere. So. Right. Amiibo are, are a pretty good bet too. Yep. Yeah, I know. That's true. Um, you got the Lego sets if that, you know, you got to know your person for that. So that might, I mean, you know, they may not be into building Lego sets, but if you, if you know that that's something that they might, they might like, then that's definitely, uh, who is this imaginary person you're making up, Nick, who doesn't like to build Lego sets, but <laughs> likes, but likes Nintendo. <laughs> that's a fair, who that's is a that? fair point. That's fair. Have, have you met a person like this? Because, um, um... Maybe not. I'm just a little nervous. You know, I was just trying to hedge my bet just in case. All right. Okay. All right. I hear that. I, I was struggling this year. I, I wanted to have some nice like Christmas tree decorations for our tree that were Nintendo related because it's kind of like I look at our tree and there's like loads of different things. That like there's a Harry Potter. We've got a Harry Potter bauble. We've got like a bauble for each kid that I like, they've made or like significant to them and then we've got a covid bauble which um literally is just like a cool it's a clear plastic bauble with um like a rain piece of rainbow card inside and it says 2020 the year we stayed at home so it's like our covid awesome. reminder um 
but I was looking at the Lego sets. You can see, you know, you can get like the the blind buy minifigures, can't you? So like, and they tend to be like a scene. So you get like the um, there's like what they call cheap cheats and stuff like that. All the different Nintendo like not Nintendo, not Mario characters, but different like enemies and stuff like that. Um, you can get those in like little plastic minifig bags. Um, and then you can buy the clear baubles, which you can open up. So I was thinking of getting some of those minifigs, building them up, put them inside the baubles, close the bauble, and hey, presto, you've got Lego, like Mario minifig Christmas tree decorations. Hmm. That's kind uh, of a cool idea. I was looking idea. at that, but then it's kind of like those minifigs are getting quite expensive now. It's Christmas. so Yeah, I actually just kind of bought my first Lego set for the Mario set and uh, uh, I bought it for the kiddos. They don't seem to be very into, they were into building it, but they're not into playing with it. So it'll probably end up on the shelf somewhere for me. Um, but there you go. Anything else on the, on the form of gifts? So that's a little, a couple of our ideas. Um, we will hit this topic real quick, but we're getting pretty late here. Um, free order madness um so dan you pre-ordered a game and watch um i've pre-ordered a well we did guess you don't really pre you didn't really we didn't really pre-order a game and watch it was more like you ordered it the day there they out. are yeah yeah. And, yeah 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 that's fair fair point um and so i pre-ordered the uh the microsoft i pre-ordered the xbox the only reason i got the xbox i had it in my cart at um uh, at walmart.com at a, and they were very good unlike the ps5 where it just kind of came out and everybody was like ah um nintendo said it would or i'm sorry microsoft said it'd be out at 11 and it was like i refreshed at 11 and there it was i had it in my cart i was ready to buy it at 1103 and they were sold out like literally in three minutes they were they were sold out yeah. And so then I, I really wanted one of these. So I frantically called uh, my GameStop and they sure enough still had one. So I quickly drove over there and put money down on it. So yay for GameStop. That doesn't happen very, not very often to podcast do people say yay for GameStop. So there you go. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so they, yeah, if it wasn't for them though, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have an Xbox right now because they were sold out just like that. Um, so, but it just seems that like, I've done. I've gone through the pre-order for the for the Xbox now. I've gone through the pre-order for Mario Pins, which was an utter disaster. Like that was way worse than Microsoft. Those pins were a day-long process for me to get them. Like, I feel like they went from free to a day of my life in a matter of well, one day. Um, so why does why does pre-ordering stuff for video games suck? What do you think? See, I've never had an issue. It seems really, in the UK, it seems really, for me, it seems really crazy that people go as mad as they do. I know this year people are having issues with the PS5 and the Xbox. Um, there's a friend of ours that came and dropped Logan's present off and I had a chat at the door and she was on about not being able to get a PS5 for a son for Christmas and she was like I'm really panicking because I missed the first round of like consoles coming out so I don't know when the second round's coming out which for anybody listening and doesn't know it's the 19th of November the next round of console releases 
to oh, really for PS5? for PS5. Yeah. Hmm. Um, because I I quickly googled that for a while so that I don't have to try and make a fail of it there. <laughs> but um, it's the Xbox One. My dad like my dad got a day release one of those. And he kind of like it came out and he was like, I think I'm gonna go and get one. And he kind of like just drove to Smiths, like how I the toy store near us and was like, oh, I just picked it up, walked in, picked it up. There wasn't like a, a mad rush for anything. And it was the same with the switch. I thought the switch was going to be absolutely rammed in the UK. And I picked up a day one switch. We were like, we went to Smith's the day it was released. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll take that. Thanks. Switches seem to be, uh, I remember that day too. And, and they had extra where not where I pre-ordered. So uh, switches seem to be in pretty good supply back then. There were supply chain issues this year, obviously because of COVID. So I'm sure that contributed to a lot of that supply issue. Also, I think with switches, I, I'm just this is anecdotal completely. I think you had people, maybe like me, who had I pre I didn't pre-order the Wii U, but I bought it day one. Um, that's the day I knew that the Wii U was going to be an issue because I walked into Walmart and there was some poor sap sitting there bored up to tears with like four we use right next to him and i was oh like gosh uh can i just have one of those and he's like yeah please i was like are these all for sale and he's like yeah and he, yeah he's like yep and i was like oh this is gonna be bad um and so i skipped the launch of the switch unsure if i was really going to get in on it which is funny to think that not too long ago i wasn't sure if i was gonna have an, the newest nintendo console um and here i am on a, on a Nintendo podcast. Um, but then quickly realized, Oh, this looks like a really, this looks like a solid, like, like Nintendo's back in form. And so like, it was a few months later that I ended up picking it up. Actually July of the launch year is when I got mine. So I wonder if that wasn't a thing with, with Nintendo switch coming off of a not great console. launch. Yeah. I was the same. I was like, they kind of showed in all the adverts for it, this really fluid transition between handheld and docked and like launching your game. And I was like, yeah, no, I think I do. Like Xbox can do that properly now. And that was like in the Xbox one era. And I was like, yeah, it's never going to work. And then boom, it like, I, yeah, I think I went over it in the last podcast, but the, the, it's yeah. so fluid in the transition of everything. It's amazing. So, But yeah, I think, conspiracy theories of me coming out but i think that the like microsoft and sony kind of do it on purpose builds hype so uh yeah the, the, the pre-order all these and then you can't get your pre-order so then everybody's like really frantic especially towards the christmas period really frantic of oh, right i need one i need to get one so it's like people start doing anything they can so you'll find that they're selling them on ebay for like double their price and it becomes the whole grab it as and when you can sort of thing and it mm. kind of you get a hype behind it which is a fantastic like standpoint for a sales pitch that look how high in demand we are we're so high in demand we've run out of units but don't worry in another month's time we're going to drop a load more and that's when like you'll find that the market's absolutely diluted with them and you can pick them up anywhere I don't think that companies are creating a false demand at least at least not i mean i don't think the video game companies are doing that i think that um i think that it is too risky to say to 
create false hype in that way, especially since like scalpers are such a thing. Like the demand is there. And if you're not selling consoles where there's demand, then you're losing money. Like, especially hand, right hand now. over fist, you're losing money right yeah. now. So, so it's, it's, I, I don't think that that's true. I think that they are lazy. I think that if companies were, had way more forethought about the end consumer, about how they're pre-ordering and what their habits are, and if they had better partnerships with retailers, they, they could say pre-orders are open. Two months ago, three months ago, pre-orders are open. Get your pre-order in now and you're guaranteed to get one. We're going to close pre-orders in a month. You know, that way they know this is how many we need to make. Boom. You know what I mean? Like even, even though most of them are already made, they can still push them out. You know, they, but they, they don't, they don't do that. Limited run does that. And it's great. Yeah. Yeah. As many pre-orders as you want for this day, you get them in and you'll get one. And then in six months you get your thing or whatever, you know, um, you know, make a few extra for people in the store or whatever, but I, I will never understand why companies do not serve their most passionate uh, fans this, this way. Why don't they do it? What's stopping them? It's laziness is what it is. They're just like, eh, whatever, just throw them on the shelves, let the retailers figure it out. Microsoft tried, I think, harder than Sony did to make those partnerships work. And you saw that with like pre-orders go up at 11 mm -hmm. and there they were, you know? Sony was a hodgepodge. That PS5 pre-order crap was ridiculous. But that's um, on the partnership with the retailer, it sure sounds like. Because in the... Yeah. In the in their uh, direct, not direct, but whatever. It's in still their lazy. It's still lazy on the side of the of the producer of the product because they could either strong arm or make a very That's strong true. incentive for the retailers to follow the rules. Very strong incentives, but it's they're lazy. They don't want to do it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's true. And to be honest, that's why I have, I would have loved to really have sit there and weighed the PlayStation and the Xbox, but I was like, ah, uh, I don't really care that much about Spider-Man. No offense for all those people who love it. Yeah. And uh, and so whatever. And this is the console that I can get right now. So, okay. You know, like yeah. that was really how it worked out. So you're right. I mean, it doesn't make sense for them to hold back, especially when you have, you know, there are consumers out there that's not going to drop $1,000 for two consoles. No. So they're going to make a decision and more than likely they're going to make the decision. The decision isn't going to be weighed on what they've put into these boxes. It's going to be, well, I want this now and this is what I can get. And so that's what I'm going to get, you know, and that, I mean, to some degree, I knew I'd be fine with either one, but to some degree, that's how I made mine. I was like, well, this is a pre-order I can get and PlayStation is pretty much shot. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when you go like on the terms of like, Microsoft versus Sony on how they handled it. The um, all access idea that Microsoft came out with. So the pay monthly, get your pay monthly, get your goods sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that helped them a lot. I think I think there's more people I've spoken to that have picked up a new Xbox that have gone for the pay monthly rather than buying the unit outright. So it's just made it more affordable. Mm -hmm. um, and plus. They also know then that they've got a guaranteed, like constant revenue, and they can they can balance how many they need. So 
Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it was brilliant because people don't think of it is a good deal, but in, in a way, but what they have really done is not only locked you into buying a console, but they've locked you into their top tier service for five years. Yep. I mean, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about it until I looked at the price and said, well, what if I don't want ultimate three years down the road? I've now locked myself into paying for it one way or another. And that's actually why I didn't go that route is I just like, I don't know that I'm going to want ultimate. And if I don't, I don't want to have to pay for it for five years. No, but the, I mean, it looks great and it is great as long as you know you want it. But man, if you don't, it's, uh, it, the, yeah. The minute, the minute I know my job's safe <clears throat> at work, I will be dropping the access, all access. It'll be the first thing I do. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. you, you, as of April next year, you are still going to be with the business. Excellent. Let me just nip onto the Microsoft website. <laughs> I've got an Xbox. <laughs> Celebrate. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. Treat yourself. All right, because we're running short on time, there's a lot of questions here, but there's one that I want to talk to you about, Dan, because you you always come out, and I always kind of just like prod you a little bit on it on Discord. You immediately, I'll see you like posted Discord. You did with Game & Watch. It was like $95. Some guy was selling it, and you're like, a-hole selling this scalpers. I hate these people. And I'm like, but don't they have, don't they have a right to sell that? I mean... I mean, why, why, why can't they? Where's the line drawn for game stores of like when you can sell something and when you can't? And this is like a legit conversation. I'm not picking at you. Like I just, I've no, always been fine. interested to have this yeah. conversation with you about this. And I thought, well, this is a perfect time. Like it just happened. We can have a combo about it. So, so uh, like, what is your thought on it? I really want to oh, know. Man, it's just such a. It's a, here's the thing. Do they have the right to do it? Yeah, it's free country. You can do whatever you want. Um, are you are you a huge jerk? Since this is a clean podcast, are you the biggest jerk on earth for doing it? Yes, yes, you are. You are, and I will call you out for it. Uh, I have had the opportunity to do this in my own retro game store that I have on eBay, and I have chosen not to. I do not. <clears throat> I do not do it. Because it, it's, it is anti-consumer and I am not going to do that. That's just not, I'm not going to take advantage of people like that. I, I'll give it away as a promo before I'll, you know what I mean? Like I'm doing that with the Game & Watch. Yeah, you are. So, Game Watch. so like, yeah. So like, here's the thing. And like, I 100% blame the person for doing it. I also 100% blame the retailer and I 100% blame the manufacturer. So You don't have, blame the buyer? No. They're just trying to buy a thing. Well, how could you? It exists because someone buys it, though. I mean, like, the yeah, scalper but, exists because somebody decides, somebody, like, the video game industry can, no. can piss and moan about that it happens, but somebody has to, if nobody would buy their crap, then there would be no scalper, right? See, no, I, I agree with Dan on this one. The book stops with the person telling, trying to sell the product. The person buying it just wants it. And that's why you've got like Ticketmaster and the rules around concert tickets now. It doesn't fall on the person that wants to have the ticket to go see the, the, the live concert. It's the person that then buys for like 400 tickets off the bat because he knows he can make more money. He can make <laughs> exactly. like a, even a 10% profit 
by chucking it under the table and being like, well, look, here, I've got one. I know you can't get one. You pay an extra $100 or 100 pounds more and you guarantee yeah. you can have it. It's, it's bad. Like, it's bad for the company because it leaves a very bad taste in the mouth of the consumer who wants the thing. And you don't want your, your, you don't want a bad taste in the mouth of the consumer. What should be happening is the manufacturer and the retailer have a better relationship. So the retailer doesn't sell three, four, five of the same item to the same person. There are ways to get around the bots who do that. And people, and, for some reason, websites are very slow to adopt those things. Um, well, I mean, they just want them sold. Let's be honest. But- exactly. That's why the manufacturer needs to be the one to say, hey, look, here's some incentives. We're going to pay for the software. We're going to make sure that our end customer has a good experience and not have to pay twice, three times the price for it while it's on store shelves, right? So it's on the fault of the manufacturer and the retailer for wanting, for, for wanting that for the manufacturer and for their consumer. And it's also on the jerk selling it to just, to just, just go ahead and don't. Figure yeah, out a don't. different way to make money because it's, it is because I hate you. That's why. Yeah. See, the thing I'll do is when I, when I get the new console, the Xbox One S that I've got, like I keep the boxes for everything. My garage is just full of empty boxes for like any electrical product that we ever have. Because obviously it helps the resale. Um, is that I will then try and sell that for the most amount of money I can make off it rather than selling, like buying a console and then thinking I can, like people want this so bad. I did it, I did it once with a Wii, but I didn't do it purposely. I bought the Wii, played it, and then like it was that the, the year that I got the Wii was the year that the Wiis went absolutely nuts and every man and the dog wanted one. I think mm-hmm. it was like because of the Wii Fit board and stuff like that. Um, so I'm sat there and I've got this Wii, two controllers, a couple of games, and like I paid like £200 for it. And then like I'm looking online and people are like paying four, five, £600 just for the console. And I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm going to do right now. And like I, I did, I sold it, I, I, I tripled my money. But I did, it's not like I had lots of them. I then didn't have yeah, the console. I did that with, with Ring Fit Adventure. And here's the line. I'm going to tell you where the line is, Nick. The line oh, I, is... I, I, that, you knew where I was going. Yep, I, I already know. Listen, here's the line. Here's the line. I did not buy Ring Fit Adventure for the explicit purpose of reselling it, of turning it around and reselling it immediately. I didn't even think I was going to sell it. I bought it. I played it. I said, eh, it's not for me. It was fetching a high price, so I sold, it, I sold it as used because I used it. That is a very different thing than programming a bot to buy 20 Xbox Series Xs, getting them all delivered to your house, and then selling them off one by one and creating more demand than there needs to be. Well, let me say, I think, I think and this might be an illogical line, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's the line that I think I draw personally. I think the bot scripting is an issue. Don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I, I, I have no issue with, with somebody who is just gonna like, I don't know, say, I don't know even how it works, but you send the bot out and they, they pick up from multiple stores, however many they can get. And you end up with, yeah, you end up with like, you know, 20, 30 of these things. I have no, I have no qualm with saying that that's, 
Well, I have no qualms saying actually that in some way it would be great if that was just illegal. Like, I mean, uh, it seems like at some level yeah. it should be. Should um, be. It's highly anti-consumer. Yeah. For the guy who sits in a line or either in a digital queue or a regular queue and picks one up, and if he wants to flip it and make some money off of it, I don't see, I just, I just don't see any issue with that. It's how, it's how our economy is completely and utterly built. Um, I just, I just don't understand how that, how that, I mean, especially like, like the, like the picture that you showed of the guy that was selling it for 90 bucks. I was like, well, you know, I mean, a couple hours worth of work, you'd be $20 an hour, you know, I mean, that's not a bad pay. That seems fair. You didn't have to do anything. Whoever buys it doesn't have to do anything. They just get to pick it up. I mean, you know what, what, what's the, that's how we work. I mean, we make something, we do something, we sell something for more than it's made. I mean, Nintendo's, you know, I mean, that's, that's how, that's how the whole economy comes together. I do agree though. I, I can totally go with you on the bot thing. The bot thing yeah. should somehow be illegal. I don't know how you do that, but, and I'm yeah. sure there's somebody out there that's saying, well, that doesn't make any sense because they made a bot and now they can do what they want. And that's illogical. And I, I get it. That's my, that's just my like logical line in the sand of this whole thing. Yeah. And, so. and I, I agree that those kind of bots should be illegal. It's kind of, you're taking advantage of a checkout system and it, it just is, is gross and sleazy and uh, you're creating false demand for a product that doesn't, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, if, if those bots were illegal and there were people buying one and reselling that one, I guarantee you the prices wouldn't nearly be as high as they are. And so people probably wouldn't even do that. It's, so it's all on the bots. You think there's that many PS5s right now? You think that you think that if the bots weren't there, and I mean I don't know, you could be right. I'm just literally it's a you know the whole thing, whatever. Um, you think there's enough that that would you really do? You think that yeah. that many are getting snapped up by bots? Well, and you very if well could be right. One person who has twenty, and I don't know, even if like a thousand people are doing that, which there probably are at least. That's, that's twenty. Fair. That's twenty thousand PS four PS fives. That's that fair. could have yeah, gone to say. an individual. I've seen lots of different photos on social media of people that have like got five just on yeah. five PS five sat on the stairs, and it's like, but what's the point? That you basically one for yourself. That's great, but that means that you've possibly ruined four people's Christmases. Yep, because that's, that's exactly. It. People are broke. Yeah. They're hard up. Don't just don't just don't do that. The I will say it is amazing to me. I mean these. I mean, so we had three or four people in our Discord that got um, Xboxes. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I wouldn't. I if I wouldn't have opened my Xbox, I would have returned it because I walked into my local Meyer um, two hours after I opened it, trying to. I needed to get shopping done, and there was an Xbox S right there, and I get ten percent off from from Meyer. So, like, I could have bought it for like. 270 bucks i probably had some meyer bucks i could have got it for probably 260 well no 270 after tax but Those then meyer i would have bucks. had to go home and rebox everything because you know gamestop has the serial code of your thing so i would have had to rebox mine and blow and i was like i'm not gonna deal with that so um so i didn't but microsoft yeah xbox has seen much more available but man the ps5s I, because I made that shout out in, in the Nintendo channel to be like, okay, so did anybody actually get one? 
And nobody responded with a, yeah, I got one. You mm-hmm. know, I got a pre-order. I got something. I got no. I was just, I was shocked by that. I was like, wow. And I don't know if that's because, I mean, X, PlayStation does seem to be coming in, you know, obviously with the lead in like that console's more hot and there's actually some exclusives to play and people are pumped about the controller seems cooler and yeah i mean there's all kinds of stuff so maybe maybe they do have the same quantities or close to and and playstation just has more uh demand at the moment i don't know but but yeah that did seem crazy that we didn't have one person get one yeah so the other reason why i'm glad i haven't jumped in on any of the uh, next gen stuff is that that there's lots of issues i've been told with a few things like um the PlayStation, if you try and play the Spider-Man that came out for the PS4 and remaster, it, it's making the console go into a factory reset state and basically bricking the console. Um, Xbox Series X, some of them are having drive issues. Um, the whole pickup where you left off of the game not working, so that's another software issue. A lot of the Xbox Series X's, like you try and launch a game, and then five seconds later, the whole system shuts down. It's, it's like there seems to be a lot of yeah, games. yeah. I mean, and that is something you get, right? I mean, you know, I always kind of you kind of know. I knew when I picked up my Xbox, there's a chance that it's going to overheat. Lord knows we had enough red rings of death, or you know, there's always a million different things that can happen if you're an early adopter. Now, see, and this is this is like my maybe my Dan stance because somebody's going to be like, "Well, they should have made it right, and it shouldn't be an issue," and blah blah blah. But I guess I've uh, been in enough electronics. You're always going to get defects. Yeah, I've, I've been in enough of this deal and enough of these early adopter things that it's like, well, I'm taking the risk. It's a gamble. I get to have fun before some other people. There's a possibility that mine might, you know, get jacked uh, because it's you know it's new and you know you're test in the waters my quick resume on my xbox doesn't work at all um not that's not the end of the world but it does really affect me because uh that's how i plan to play was to hop down here play for a little bit shut it off and then be able to quick resume it and that's just utterly like the quick resume just is broken it sends me back to the main menu every time i open it back up so that must that must be a bug because i can i can guarantee if i went upstairs now and turned on my xbox one s and launch Doom Eternal because it was the last game I played. It will literally start from where I last died. <laughs> oh yeah, nope. So. Nope. Mine. It says your profile hasn't been. Your profile needed to be logged back in. And I actually, it is a bug. I, I because I searched it because I not being an Xbox guy, I thought well maybe I'm just doing something wrong. Like I don't have my profile set up right or something. But no, Microsoft has come out and said yeah they're aware of it and they're working on a fix. But hey, we have gone long, and Dan looks like he's about to fall over in his chair. So all things, all things considered, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you send us out, Sean? Okay. Well, just very first, thanks, Dan, for coming back. It's nice to it's been nice to have your voice in my yeah. ears again on a on a morning. So that's been nice. Um, now, Dad Crossing is part of the Nintendo Dad's Family podcast. You can find new Nintendo Dad's Crossing content wherever podcasts are found. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us here at Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Everything is at Crossing. We want to give the Nintendo Dads a massive thanks, as always, for enabling us in creating this content. <laughs> From Nick, Dan, and myself, we hope your village is sunny and your villagers are happy. Stay safe, folks.
See you later. Now we'll go back.